Welcome to the Trophies and Medals podcast where we discuss sports, fashion, music, and entertainment. Where trophies are temporary and medals are forever. What side are you on? Back to the Trophies and Medals podcast with your boy Batman with the Eptide crew. We got Raheem Goodell walking off the screen, Eptide King, and Tony Love in the building. What's good, fellas? Happy New Year's, Negroes. Happy New Year, sir. Happy New Year. Uh, we're back after a little hiatus. We got a few things to cover. Uh, we got the NFL playoffs rounding out uh, week 17. Um, we also got a uh, a New Orleans legend, Master P, trying to acquire Reebok. Um, NBA-wise, we got some surprise teams early on. Um, and we got a discussion of, uh, I guess you could say, uh, not an actual versus battle, but the thought of Mary J. Blige versus Whitney Houston, so forth and so on. So uh, first thing first, um, NFL playoffs, where we got the Saints trying to get higher rank ranking in the playoff seeds. My Titans are currently trying to do the same thing, um, but looking like the Packers are uh, the real deal and sewing that up as far as they, they get number one, right? If they, yeah. If they, yeah, they win. If they win, yeah. If they win, but Chicago is in a scoring position right now. They're going to be one and done. You talking about Packers? I can see that. that uh, I can see that. I mean, yeah, I could definitely see that also because, like I just was saying, it ain't got no wide receivers to say they like. Yeah, but who – all right, who in the lower-ranked teams you think can guard them like that, though? Tampa. Saints. Tampa, yeah. Saints is not going to be lower seeds. I'm just saying. Nah. The Saints not going to play them first round. Uh, Tampa. Definitely Tampa, for Tampa. sure, because Tom already know how to play in the cold. You got Gronk. All right, on the safe side, too, at the safety valve. Um, even though it looked like they lost Evans for the rest of the for the season here. So he done? Uh, he, uh, he buckled up his knee when he caught a touchdown pass in the end zone, and it didn't look good. Damn. So I'm, a, I'm, I'm already going to just mark that out as that he blew out his knee because the way how he went down, that didn't look good. Was he was he really a factor? Nah. Well, he was in the back end of this um, – he was on the well, they was forced. They was kind of forcing him the ball true, in certain situations, trying to get him but numbers. They, they but do have, AB. they have the, like the true nigga on the team, of course, Antonio. He know how to play in the cold too, so you got that factor also. So, and I would say, yeah, they they built they built to go up in the cold to go make that win actually happen. But I also think he's not happy that somebody got hurt, but I think it takes the pressure off of Brady to force him the ball down the field. It's like Brady could like, oh, okay, yeah, now we can do drag routes and, and short out routes all day. True. Like I want to. And I'm going to throw right. it only deep to the tight ends. So it kind of works in his favor with uh, whatever's out. He ain't got to throw them 50-yard attempts. 
every other play just to please uh well i thought they receiver. was using evans wrong i thought he was using evans wrong anyway i thought he would have been more better in the red zone anyway because of his size yeah yeah but again brady i just don't think brady has the ability to work with that type of receiver which i can understand yeah devious diva type vibe so i get you when it comes to that um wait what other teams we got going in the playoffs in the nfc here um, um arizona if they win nope. i think nah, yeah, if they, they, wait, no if the bear the bears lose when the bears lose then when uh, the bears lose <laughs> the, the rams and cardinals they automatically uh they, they get that those uh last two spots i think i would say the rams if given the opportunity if golf not playing, I'll say that. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Golf oh, you have no faith in golf. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm liking. I'm, I'm just liking this kid that's playing right now, dude. Like he just bring a different energy. I know he's playing with more. He just play with more heart to me than I see with golf. Golf just go out there. He think he's entitled to being out there. Time out, time out, uh, Mr. Love. Was that a smirk? Yeah. Roll back. <laughs> Was that a what? They went back. They went back. Super essence. Go back. Like ninety two thousand. Is that a touch of? I hope it got vodka in there or something else in there. You put no. You no. Did you add it? Enhance it? Did you add to it? No, no. Just um. I got this from I got this from my wife and she ain't want them, so I've been drinking them for the Okay, I give you a pass for that. I'm about to say I'm about to put you on timeout. Might as well drink a Zima with it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but a spicy ass fright. <laughs> exactly. Just why did mind. you enhance that? Did you put something else clear in there to make that little taste a little nah. better? But I'll, I'll work with you. I'll work with you. No, not, not too heavy yet. Um, okay. So when the Bears lose, okay, I like that better because I don't want the, the Bears in the playoffs. I like the Rams and Cardinals getting in. At least the Cardinals but, gonna lose and flash, flashing. True, but you know, say you know these Saints fans, you know they they want them to win so that they can get that number one spot though. They had a, day, it, a day off. I knew it wasn't gonna happen. Uh, even even my son was fussing at me. Just watch the Packers and the Bears, and then you see Aaron throw a Aaron Rodgers throw a seventy-two-yard touchdown pass. <laughs> like that's why I ain't watching this. Hmm. Speaking of, uh, speaking of your son, what was the final score for the Cowboys game? Oh, yeah, I let him have it. <laughs> <laughs> what was the final score? I didn't see him. 23-19. And uh, they could have had it if they just recovered. They had a chance if they recovered the football because the Giants almost gave it back to them. Well, I, I will be fair with that one. They kind of cheated them out of it. Not because of yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Not because W2s, but you know, I will say, <laughs> I will say, uh, they did cheat them out that one. Yeah. I, I was like, damn, man, it's kind of, you know, but then again, or whatever, you know, as a Saints fan, uh, we've been cheated out of what, the last, what, two or three Super Bowls, you know, NFC Championships? Yeah, runs for sure. Yeah. yeah. But I will say this, though, for the Cowboys' sake, this is the big, and this is something they may have to fix in the NFL. So if they would have made the playoffs, they would have been picking at best like what, twenty-two or something like that, or whatever it is, like the higher, you know, 
whatever it is. I can't do the math right now. Teen, they're being the teens. They're being the teens. The late teens. But yeah. but because their conference is so trash, their pick is probably going to be almost top 10 because it's by record. Right. Because remember, if you win a division, you automatically get put in. You can go fucking 5 and 11 and you in there. Right, but since you know, so this to me, it's probably best for them to to be in that position to get that higher draft pick and get try to get some help on the offensive line. Well, I think they do the need to do the reseeding though. I don't care if you have a losing record, you shouldn't get a home game though. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't think that's that's right because you basically your whole division got that by default because all of y'all suck. Then I don't mm-hmm. think you're entitled to no damn home. I don't think you're entitled to a home game just because you won your division. So I feel like receding should automatically happen once you start the playoffs, and then we just do the best teams get because everybody, you know, you like what, like the, um, what's that, the um, AFC North? You got like, or is it the South? Oh, North and the South, or is it South? No, it's the South. Oh, yeah, I got that down to the same record. Pretty much. So you got like three teams gonna have the same record, but only one gonna win a division. So, yeah. so that's going to happen. You know, you I still say you got to award those teams that still had great, better records mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So, so like you said, like, okay. So, basically, now the um, – oh, so basically now tonight's game is all about who wins. The, tonight's game is the one that gets in that wins the division, right? Yeah, if Washington wins, they win the division. If they lose, then the New York's going to win. Oh, so New York will get it. That's right. That's right. So New yeah. York just needed a miracle. Okay, okay. Oh, which that's something else we gotta we gotta down speak on too. Because finally somebody is actually worse than fat bastard. Who you talking about? Uh, your boy has has been. Yeah, he's. Well, I ain't never thought somebody would be worse than um what I had to go. <laughs> I mean, is he worse? Um, when Ryan Leaf said, I'm looking in the mirror. No, my thing is, is that no, the I different think, expectations, uh, different expectations, because Jamarcus Russell was the number uh, one pick. The yeah. number one pick. And uh, yeah, Fat Bastard was worse than Ryan Leaf. Yeah. I, I would say worse than Ryan Leaf. Okay, touche. From, touche. from, from, from the story, from the stories that came out, uh, Warren Sapp saying he would. That boy oh, came in at 308 pounds. Yeah, nigga. That's uh, why his name is Fat Bastard. Get in my belly. <laughs> fucking fat fucker. I, I know this. So that's why, that's why I said, okay, so, okay, he definitely number, I say he number two, then he right, well, number two, go figure. No pun intended there. He's the second worst. Probably. But, um, I say he worse than Ryan Leaf. He worse. Has yeah. Been. No, uh, no, Jamarcus. No, oh, no, no, Jamarcus we know. Russell. Yeah, we know Fat Bastard is way worse. We know that shit. That's a given. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I'm talking about Haskins. How worse is he, though? In the no, big but see, the, the thing is, what Haskins would pick 15? Like, he, to me, wasn't even, like, his expectation, I didn't have no expectations for him. He only played, what, one seat? He's like, what's yeah, your name? The other Ohio State uh, quarterback bus, Cardell Jones. He played one season. He had no... You know, he got all the physical and tangible, but did he execute against prime talent over and over again? And he just, you know, that's why right. I didn't feel there was a, a need to play him early. And you should have should have sat him. 
should have sat him and let him develop some. But he's – I don't think he was ready. Like, that was too much pressure, especially with a new coach mm-hmm. coming in. With Rivera coming in, Rivera didn't have no time to be, uh, you know – Well, saying, Rivera was playing from, that nonsense anyway. Well, yeah, you he know, recovered from cancer. He ain't got time to be playing no games. Yeah, because, you know, Haskins – you know, that's the other thing what happens. You know, he all went to – you know, he went to high school with Snyder's son. Yeah. So that's why it was a favoritism yeah. thing also in the mix. So that was another um, factor there too, though. So, oh, um, go Henry. So yeah, oh, so that's on. just get that off. also. Yeah, what you call him? Yes, but Snyder, you know, we all know he runs a terrible organization. Yeah, but, but you uh, know, but this show, but this at the same time, it shows you that Rivera is getting a lot more respect right. off the rip here by him allowing him to even do what he just did. But I also think Rivera saw the and I'm not saying that Cam was bad. I'm thinking you've seen the worst of Cam in Haskins. Like oh, okay. Hell yeah. Like he's he has some of the attitude issues as far like as far as front running. Well yeah, like yeah and they Okay, from your front running, yeah. Yeah, and they was at a strip club in a pandemic, you know, right. with no mask on. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like after my, a loss. Um, after a loss. Not like, that's like my office alignment. Because like he should have been starting. I, th- I was like, man, like how bad it got to be? First of all, how bad it got to be? You got a man that just came back from almost losing his leg in his life to come take it, take your position, for one. But, yeah, because the other thing they were talking about when, you know, when he wasn't the starter, when uh, Case Keenum was uh, the starter, you know, usually that back of quarterback is, you know, he meeting you when you come Tom off the field. field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, tell me, hey, what, what did you see out there? Well, this is what I saw. Man, Haskins was way over on the side of the bench. Yep. <laughs> Didn't care. Showed no interest. Like, but the key yeah, thing, you think another team going to give him a chance? Well, I saw um, I saw some reports out here that the Falcons want him. Falcons, well, not the Falcons, Falcon fans want him. I don't know why. I think... Uh, I like. I heard Carolina. Yeah, I heard another team will give him chip, but I think they're gonna. He will get only no higher than like a practice squad. And he had to earn his way. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna fight for it. But I don't think he'll get no higher than practice squad though, and then just work his way up to see how serious they want. Even like he said, they like he said they'll put him on the roster at first, and you know, training camp and everything. But then probably by the time the season starts, they'll just throw him in. And it's a you know a practice player, and then to see if he can um you know earn his keep and learn the system by just being a part of the team and let him develop a couple of more years. Cause like you said, he does he he has he the, has the tools. physical tools. Yes, he has the physical tools, but in the bigger picture though, the maturity factor is what as was everything on mm-hmm. him. And it's also another thing to have, and you would think, I think Alex Smith had enough on his plate already, but having a veteran quarterback to kind of teach you the ropes. Um, yeah, that'll kind of help, but at the same time, you got to be willing to listen. Well, Alex Smith um, ain't trying to teach nobody. Alex Smith gonna tell him not this point. Yeah, he'd have been. Yeah, he'd have been down this road two times. Yeah, yeah, and he'll look anybody dead in the eye and say "fuck you" and he keep is, it moving like now. You're 16 for him. Fuck that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I, you know, I'm not Fitzpatrick in these streets. Y'all get rocks. <laughs> well, I want to say most part or whatever. Is it? It's kind of one of the situations where you got to say Washington didn't kind of build them. I mean, they had, what, how many coaches that kind of rotated in there? Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's kind of a situation where they never really built around them. 
And this is year well, two. No, I don't this agree with year two. Yeah, this is year two one, but I definitely don't agree with they have to build around. They got McLaurin as a, a prime receiver. Like they got talent. They got running backs. They got everything. They got defense. It's just the fact that they failed him as far as coaching system wise. Like again, they rushed him into the. They rushed him into the mix too fast. You know, you don't. He probably should have sat down for two years. Yeah, especially without a training camp, like a, a real deal training camp. That was kind of unfair to him. Right. So I, I kind of agree with that, that they failed him on that level. But at the same time, regardless of you being the starter or not, you can't be, especially in the D.C. media area, you can't be seen in the club when you pretty much were supposed to be starting that following week. Wasn't that a strip club? Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right, got enough money to throw up fives and twenties, baby. That's what I'll be doing. I mean, they're they, they supposed, they supposed to come to the house. You got to have. Exactly. Bring bring the talent to the house, man. Bring the talent to the house. It's too, it's too easy. Like, you got you got the bread to do it, man. You got, yeah, you got the bread. No, like you said, you, do, you only got two years of your first-round pick money that you just – you blew another guaranteed two years by – just being stupid. This your team around you is stupid. You gonna you gonna go to Chicago somewhere when you need somebody? Yeah, but at the same time, was he in the club by himself? That's the question. It had to be another teammate there. Had to be. I, was, I, I, I doubt that. I doubt that. I doubt it because he's from he's from the DC area. That's fam. He's from that oh, area. Oh, okay. Yeah, this so is not yeah. But but no, now I, I have different reasons. Who, who was who was mad that he got kicked off the team? Nobody. Nobody. Nope. <laughs> That's so a they, good point. They, ain't nobody fucking with him. Nobody. Yeah, he, probably, he probably coming in the locker room. This dude. God. This nigga. They're like, no. They're like, <laughs> this, this, nigga. <laughs> this nigga here. This nigga mm-hmm. here. It was like, on the matter time. That's <laughs> right off the rip. This nigga here. And, you know. Soon as he walk in, it was like, oh yeah, this nigga here, he like dead nigga power saying dead man walking. Mm-hmm. Damn. And then your boy, what? Um, what's that? Uh, the Chase, the Chase kid. Yeah. Chase Daniel. Yeah. Oh, Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel. You know he that's he's this his team. Mm-hmm. You talking about the? You know you talking about the the defensive lineman Chase Young. Chase yeah, Young. Chase Young. Yeah. You talking about the quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is his world. This is his team now. So. Mm-hmm. He's getting respect across the board from everybody anyway now. Like, he just took over. And, it's, and you know, and you know, Rivers, you know, and you know, Rivera going to give this to him because of being a defensive coach. So he's yeah. going to allow him to run this. Mm-hmm. Same way to flip. Right. So this was like <laughs> a done deal. And he, he's a monster, too. Uh, I sat down I and saw that, Car- that Carolina game last week. Yeah, he's a fucking freak. You know, he went that to that fucking school I don't like, Ohio State. But even though I was proud of them bastards this weekend, as much as I don't like the asses, they did their oh, thing. Oh, yeah, that, that, was, that was great. That I was didn't great. watch the game, but from what everybody was saying, it was uh, – it make you rethink the draft. I tell you that. Yes. Yes. No, them niggas trash. It, it was Clemson Falcons. No, yeah, they was they, yeah, they went that cocky, thinking they was just gonna walk, go in there and walk in and just do what they thought. I'm not even talking about that level of field. I'm talking about how little Lawrence did. Yeah. No, that's no, what, no. That's right. No, I'm not. No, I'm not putting it on Lawrence. No, Lawrence did all he could do. De- the rest of the team failed him. Them dudes all went in that bitch confident, thought they was gonna be 
though that dude still played with heart. I'm not questioning him. It was almost like this is Dabble Sweeney reason why people are shitting on Clemson. He's gotten too yeah, he's, okay. he, he's egotistical now and he thinking yeah, he don't think shit. And Lawrence just keeps his mouth closed and stay low key because he he didn't want none of these the smoke here. He's a he's a, no, he's legit. And I'm kind of glad he going to fucking Jacksonville, nigga, and not fucking the Jets to the fullest. We don't need that man around Cocaine Cowboy. You don't need a problem. <laughs> what kind of the Cocaine Cowboy? Cocaine Cowboy ain't going to be there. They said they fired him after six game. So he going to be he gonna be out of there. What, so he's going to be nothing. Ah, look at it. She's so queer to be me. No, we do do it. Just laughing our ass off at y'all niggas. Touchdown, Texans. But um, I definitely want to Jacksonville is better because it's going to be more um, you got better wide receiver talent. Oh, yeah. Well, wait. You know, the rumor for Jacksonville, uh, Urban Meyer could be taking over his head coach. I heard that, too. So uh, how good are the Chargers? I don't, I don't think you need to take – man, I know your boy got – they got to give your boy one more year with the Chargers, man. He did the right thing by ASAP, changing quarterback, putting the right quarterback, and get that man at least one more year. They started playing decent. It's just – they just were behind the eight ball. And he, he lost his best uh, that, that uh, safety. What's that? Dark, um, the dude, yeah. Derwin. Yeah. He stay hurt, though. He busted. He like your boy from um, from the Colts back in the day. What's his name? Sanders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Sanders. Bob Sanders. Yeah, he, he yeah, just – he puts his body into every hit, and it's 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 leading him to having a short year. Short career. Right. Yeah, short career, yeah, to the full right. though. You are correct. So – But uh, what, what do y'all think about uh, Carson Wentz? You oh, he said he, 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 he said he wow. wanted to trade today, huh? Yeah, he wanted to trade. Yeah, he said he wanted to trade. But the he problem is, he's going to get it, but the, kind of feel he's in a bad spot. So this is why, because my cousin's an Eagles fan, and I told him, in order, you got to make the move, period. You got to do it. So, and you're probably not going to get as much as you probably could any other time. But from, from the next three years, you got to hit on every pick in the first four to five rounds. Because you ain't gonna have no cap space to to really go after nobody. So you're gonna have to have young people yeah. playing out of their mind early on uh as you make these moves. So you know. I mean you could see that happening the door. I mean, what like this. We know what's the obvious teams Wins can go to. Number one probably be Indy. Yeah. Or Chicago. Chicago. But hold that hold that thought right quick. Let's take a quick break and we can come right back and jump in the car. All right. All right. Next break. All right. So ideal Carson Wentz uh, landing spots. Um, I know we said the Colts, which I would hate it, would be one. Chicago. Um, Chicago will be another one. Um, who else? Jets. That's all I'm about to say. So, which one of the top five draft pick teams is going to uh, give up their pick to um, to get a Wentz? Do you go for a young guy or do you go with Wentz? 
that's uh that's, that's already established. I'll go based uh, off of your your true own oh, your true need. Oh, Pittsburgh could be another possibility too. Yeah, I mean Pittsburgh. Um, they definitely need somebody to hand it off to, and Wentz definitely is a Ben type player. But I don't know. I, I don't see how Wentz. Ben said he's coming back though. What? Oh, Ben said Ben said he's coming back next year. So I, I don't see Wentz getting a starting a starting job, and I don't see how he. You you played in the NFC least. You had Dak Prescott go down. You had Washington not look good at all. And uh, who, who's the other team there? The Giants. Giants. Were more consistent. And you should have ran you, away with the division. You should, yeah, you should have ran away easily yeah. in that division. Yeah, because the Giants, when they lost Saquon, you know, they shouldn't even been, like, you know, in the, much, in the whispers but, that showed, but at the same time, showed Daniel Jones showed a lot of heart, though, too, for them in the bigger picture, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, that just it just shows a lot with wins. I don't know. I know, know. know what wins. Yeah, yeah. Going to Oakland. <laughs> oh, I, I told y'all, fuck, fuck Oakland. I'm out. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm officially. Oh, I'm, yeah. I forgot. I didn't tell y'all yet. Like I'm officially in timeout until um, Gruden is gone. In years. Yep, I'm gone. I'm, I'm in timeout. Hey, I, I was like that with LSU and Les Miles. I, I, I can see that. But I will say this, though. Like, um, I don't see the Raiders, but I do see – I can see the Rams. I can see Denver. I mean, there's a lot of places he can go. I don't see, I don't see the Rams because I feel like him and golf are like damn near – well, golf the same is really person. They like more like the same person, though. I, yeah. But when is a little better – but it's like, why would you just go from just making that type of a lateral movement? I would just rather blow it up with the Rams before I take on Wentz. And, and that's too, and that's too expensive of a contract to take on for most of it. And yeah, true. But that too, he, he ain't starting again for a long time. For he's a not, long no, 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 he's not starting again for a good team. The yeah, Patriots are taking. Like I the said, Patriots are taking him on. Like this, the, the Patriots—that's that, a that deal is still a cheap deal. In yeah, the big, compared, in the scheme compared of to some other stuff, that, especially with Lamar, Mahomes, uh, Deshaun Watson getting big pay. Yeah, that's that's still, and he's supposed to be still considered in a caliber. That's actually a decent deal. Like this, they still look at him like with potential. Where everybody don't say nothing about golf, dude. Everybody's throwing in the towel. With golf, like mm -hmm. they're like, ah, okay, we out. So you got to look at it from that standpoint too. So I mean, that's pretty much the only four teams really we just named that can that could I could see them making a move to go get him, and why he's still under this decent of a contract, and you're not gonna have to give up much. What about Detroit? Okay, made that five teams. Okay. But here's the thing, though. If if I, if I'm a general manager or owner, what, what do I explain to my fans for going after this dude? What's the reason I'm giving? You only made that move once you don't get the quarterback you want in the draft. Okay. But you also only make that move if you the uh, if you're a struggling team right now. You don't go, like I said, the Colts. 
I think the Colts' success this year, even if they don't make the playoffs, we'd have this. That won't be that'd be unacceptable for them to do that. It'll be unacceptable for them to just like, no, we we were right there. Yeah. You know, why make such a a drastic move? Yeah. Like, you? Yeah. So if you, but again, if you're the Jets or or somebody like that, that's you know Chicago, they celebrate that Chicago. Chicago, like them two for sure. You you you're not doing no wrong. Now, don't be surprised, too, if Tampa could be in that mix because it is having in that backup spot and learn of the time break. That's a good point. Ooh, late hit. That's so a good point. That's, but it, that's a good point, too. What about – well, this is the other one. I think Raheem Goodell said this. What about the Saints? No. Oh. No. Come on. That's too much. What, what Wentz? Yeah. Why is it? What? What? The contract is too much because y'all been paying. Yeah. Y'all been paying Breeze double that. Well, yeah, Breeze will be off the books, but but that's Breeze. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so I'll... if you're saying that he's half the player, it's okay to pay he, half. The he, he ain't. Yeah, Wentz ain't even half with Breeze. Is. Come on up. I was like this. We'll take Sam Darnold over. There you go. I say no, no. I agree with that because y'all. The only reason why I agree with it because y'all doing it to be cheap. Yep. Y'all will go after Darno like okay, we'll make him out of something. Yeah. They are. That's the problem with the Saints. That is the problem with the Saints. They they are very conceited, and they do anybody good. So you have to respect that of their ignorance, but they they do back it up, so we can't question the shit they do. We'll turn somebody into something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So can't he question him. He'd be a soccer player. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that damn Saint system, bro. Yeah, you can't tell you can't tell them nothing. So that I will true. say this though. Now we say that the Saints to me is like the the, the NFL version of the Spurs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, actually correct. <laughs> You know, like, that's a great call. Hey, can you shoot corner threes and, and, and play defense? I'm going to make you an all-star. Like, <laughs> like, we have our quiet taste of people that we like. We don't want prima donnas. We don't like anybody that feel like they're entitled to being mm-hmm. a star. We, But we will make you a star, but you only going to be a star within this system on a budget. Right. You take the damn pick up and be happy with it. You, you delivering them bids kind of fast, bro. Come on out for a try. <laughs> Beer man, <laughs> this is true. So, yeah, that's why I don't question. I don't question nothing to say. Do I go here live? Like these motherfuckers, they can make somebody a star for a couple of seasons, Joe. So, the best one was uh, Akeem Hicks, Regina College, out of Saskatchewan, Canada. What? <laughs> Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> so now, nah, so I give y'all that. I will give y'all that though. But okay, now that we was we were talking about that the um the Ohio State game, does is Justin feel legit or that was just a just he had a, a good moment right there? I, I think he's legit. He's legit and he had a even he, he had a good moment at it because he was you know, this was a, a redemption game for him at the uh, last year's semifinal. Mm-hmm. So he, I will he, say he that is I still think he was going to be a top 10 pick, top mm-hmm. 15. But um, I think this performance, I just think, put him on a bigger radar. 
Did y'all see the uh, the reports? I saw it on Twitter. I think it was Jay Billis. I think posted talking about a guy from BYU that was getting buzzed. Yeah, they yeah. say he's like a uh, his parent. He's like a spoiled brat. So like it was like I gotta find the article. I gotta send it to y'all. But yeah, he's like all oh, his parents. He's a know it all. Basically a Rosen. Basically that's what they were trying to say. That type that type of shit like a know it all, spoiled brat. He hasn't worked for anything in his life. This that and the other. So his stock probably dropped. So, but like Fields was, to me already, automatic first round pick. To me, yeah. And I okay. I mean, I, th- I thought so too. But it's like he did have an out of body experience in this last game, though. So I was like very interested of wondering like now where he gonna go up? Because you know what? I ain't gonna lie. You know he with that raggedy ass Ohio State club. I I, I would like him to see him in that um. That black and silver in the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. I can see that, but I, that might be too high for our blood. But but without without Jake, without uh John Gruden, right? Uh uh, yeah, cause yeah, because he might fuck his whole life up. So you know Spider what? Too wide banana. <laughs> so you may have a point there. I mean I want that man around until we can get rid of him. So yeah, I'm back on timeout. I'm back on my timeout. Five yards for Henry. Okay, so here's my question. Six here's yards. There's no argument about this whole Ohio State thing, right? You ain't even play a full season. I don't give a damn. It just so happens. That's a good point. What did you play with? Six, seven games? Yeah, yeah, seven games. Yeah, so fuck that. You know, you you, you might cause a little bit of buzz, but I personally don't think you're going to get picked until like the about second or third round, personally. Ooh. Nah, nah, nah. He's going first round for sure. Yeah, he, he was the highest finalist last year. Yeah. At the same time, whatever, I kind of look at it like, hey, you know, the way that, you know, the, I'll say the Russell Wilson effect. You know what I mean? You got, you got these type of quarterbacks in the league now with Patrick Mahomes, whatever the case may be. Do you really need another one? Um, I mean, yeah. No? Yeah. Would you want to marry it? And would you yeah. prefer what do you want to that you deserve you just said Russell Wilson and Pat Mahomes or do you want to toss and wins, nigga? I'm going with what's winning yeah. right now. <laughs> but I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, I mean those those type of quarterbacks exist in the league now. It, I mean, granted or whatever, Patrick Mahomes is being successful at it, right? But mm-hmm. I'm just you know, you know I, that's one reason why I say second or third round pick. Because I, I don't think Mm-mm. Nigga, if Kyle Murray made the first round overall pick, nigga, this dude definitely going to the top five, dude. That day, that's a given. What was the theory of Tony Love you were saying the other day as far as um, Urban Meyer quarterbacks? Like, why? Yeah, I think, yeah, why they keep getting to the chance after chance to be successful so, in life? <laughs> <laughs> and you can kind of say that just with Ohio State alone. I know, but I'm saying, but just Ohio State quarterbacks itself, too, is, right. you know, he would definitely have to break the mold. Because when was the last Ohio State quarterback that was good at quarterback in the league? Uh, yeah. no. Don't worry, I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> I already know it's none of them, but. We got to go, like, go back to this, like, early 80s or 70s to, to try to find one. There's been none, ever. 
I don't know. It's been a while, man. There's nobody I can think of on the top of my head at quarterback. Yeah, never stay been at quarterback. One. Wide receivers, yes. Everything else, no. Wide receivers, offensive yeah. linemen, linebackers. Yeah, linebacker corners. Corners. Yeah, running backs. They've running had backs. all those, but not no quarterback. And we're going to let, yeah, let Tony Love do the uh, research for us. But there's none. I don't, I don't, think, this, I don't think there's one. Success rate at quarterback in the league. <laughs> no, I'm Mike Tomzak. <laughs> Damn. Damn, that might I mean, be as best you go get. That's the Mike. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's a stretch. That do what? That was the '80s. Yeah, yeah. late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, it was yeah. Pittsburgh. Those that Pittsburgh run he had. Oh man. Oof. Yeah. Uh huh. Troy Smith was the last. Uh, is considered the most successful one. He got the Heisman. Yeah, but he didn't do nothing in the league, though. He didn't do nothing in the league. But we talking about in the league. Yeah, we talking about translating into the league. Good God. Nah. Does Joe, does uh, Burrow count? (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah, well, no. No, he don't. They they didn't want to start him. That's the crazy part. They didn't, they fought ahead when they didn't want to start him. They were probably looking at him like, oh, he did that in the SEC. Imagine what he would have did. Mm-hmm. It was Big Ten. Mm-hmm. He would have had 90 touchdowns on the year. Rose Burrow went to Southern, got some of that thing. You know what I'm saying? Went back to LSU and was like, you know what? <laughs> mm-hmm. I ain't never coming home. <laughs> <laughs> happy, he, was like, he was like, happy Quans every day. He was like, <laughs> right. I don't know. But yeah, Ohio State quarterback, like I said, maybe – Maybe Fields can, can change the game, but, it, you know. They he, I, I, I'll just say this. He he comes off a lot more legit. If he can be in the pocket, he got a good arm strength. He does come off, and he's, at, you know, athletic. The, you know you know how much I hate Ohio State with a passion, with everything right. about behind. Well, you know, Notre Dame is number one for life, but they're number two. <laughs> and I, I give him respect. I give him a little respect that I see something with him. I'm not going to sit there and guarantee that it's going to be anything, but I do see something in him. But, yeah, so, but, yeah, there's never been no quarterback team out of that school ever did anything. Mm -hmm. So. Um, Trevor Lawrence, so if he's he's going to Jacksonville, do you – is there any potential to trade out of that pick? Nope. If you Jacksonville. Nope. There's no deal that you would take. Oh, oh, Deshaun Watson. And and like three pick, three first round picks going forward in life. But guess what? They don't have the picks to do that. So nope. Not over the next couple of years, yeah. But because they don't have because yeah, because you know, Houston don't got no more first round picks for a hot minute anyway. So nope, that right. don't work. But two I, next two I, years, no yes. first round. Yes, I would say, um, okay, unless you did. Okay, maybe if you do Deshaun Watson and Watts. Mm. Watts leaving regardless. Yeah, yeah, Watts out of there. He's sick of that shit. Because, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he has no base salary next season. And that's why it's I said that. Bonus. 
That's actually tradable. That's actually legitimately tradable. Mm-hmm. So you see him, yeah. So that's what I said. Y'all can actually pull that off if he's open to if he's open to doing that. No, he's definitely open to be out of there. It just depends. Well, I know he's open to be out of, but just go to Jacksonville though. But if you do Deshaun and him out of there, mm. I see Atlanta giving him up, giving Matt Ryan to uh, Jacksonville to get that number one pick. It has to be multiples. It has to be. You got to be a combo. It got to be Matt and Julio. Julio got to be in there somehow. You made that call to me in Jacksonville. This is all you gonna get. You. Yeah, we want to send Matt Ryan clip. <laughs> I literally break my thumb, dude. If you come disrespect me, some fucking dude. The best you can get out of me is a fourth round pick for some Matt Ryan. I'm about to say, just, shit. You better. You better got a better chance of seeing Matt Damon. So fucking. <laughs> yeah. You better see a whole different bad under this bad boy. <laughs> Matt Kemp. I need Matt Kemp to cover this before I fucking get so fucking He's still playing? Is he still playing? Ooh. Matt Kemp. Ooh. And baseball? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he with the, uh, I want to say the Padres. Didn't he win? Yeah, he won MVP once, right? Yeah. 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 Oh. Uh, That's yeah, like I'm I'll, still watching baseball a little bit. Right. Like, I'll go with that first before I'm fucking around with you. Talk about some Matt, Matt Ryan, I'm only going to get, dude, the best you can get for Matt Ryan is a fourth round pick, man. Off the rip. So don't even go there with that. So, yeah, but, man, um, be a, I don't know, man. Yeah, it had to be something ridiculous, pretty much. I could see Matt Ryan going to San Fran and flourishing. I can see him going to New England. It just ain't gonna be for no high pick. I think he'll yeah. end up getting cut and signing somewhere. That's what I think is gonna be the final. Problem. Well, that's gonna that's gonna be the yeah the definitely in all be all that will be for him. Is he gonna get cut? And like you said, he'll be the bridge quarterback forever. You trying to whoever the yo 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 quarterback yeah and that quarterback gonna be going forward. That's for sure. Y'all think y'all still think he got it though? Yeah, he never, really. but he's he still be decent enough to keep you afloat till you get your young one prepared. You know, so I'll I give him that. I will give him, but you never know. Maybe a change of scenery could change his whole damn trajectory in career. You know, because nigga is Atlanta. He reminds me of um um Joe Joe Flacco. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Kind of reminds draft the same year. Yeah, that's the when I look at his play. Yeah, he kind of remind me of that kind of decline, you know. Like, but I'm yeah, with y'all. Love him. Just, fall off. Yeah. Now I, I tell you one organization I think he he can thrive in. And this is not me being biased, but not if the Saints got him some type of way. Uh, yeah, don't no. do that. So I can I have know. some laughter. Here's the thing. I just think that Sean Payton works well with quarterbacks. I don't know another coach in the league that do a job like Sean Payton. That's the only reason why I say that. Here's the thing. If Sean Payton, if Sean Payton was coaching another team, I would say, so wherever Sean Payton is at, that may be a good fit for Matt Ryan. But other than that, um, I think the- How old is Matt Ryan? 30. Mid-30s, I'll say. I'll put him there. Low, low to mid-30s. Yeah, but see the thing is, we're saying this about Sean Payton. That's why I thought with Jamie Winston, Winston, that no, but no, but maybe 
saw that Winston just ain't got it. He ain't, he ain't willing to work with this. He just haven't had the uh, the proper uh, training camp yet to be the, the, the starting quarterback for the Saints. Right. Uh, I'll give I think that. that I'm, I will give you that, but you know what I'm gonna say once again. Where he from? Alabama. <laughs> hey, look. Yeah, 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 yeah. All I need to say. Hey, he from the same spot, same town as uh, Bo Jackson. And Bo Jackson don't even fuck with him. Hold up. Hold up. So, so basically, <laughs> he ain't no starter in my mind. Well, the Saints beat Tampa Bay convincingly twice in this season. And my thing was, Jameson was just there for their scheme. That's all I think so. I don't think it was for nothing else. He knows probably he knows that team running back. So I will say like once once they got that information from him. I mean that happens a lot in the league. You know, mm-hmm. all the in sports. Where like sometimes you just have a guy on the roster just for insider either inside information or because his agent is the same agent for another player that you want. Yeah. Right. Shout out to KCP for the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, I, I could definitely see that with Jameis and just get that inside information. Shit, the Falcons and the Saints did that for years in the past. Like, how many times have they they had players change sides yeah. between the Falcons and Saints yeah. being the same? Or division, actually, so. with more Falcons than Saints, though. Actually, more yeah. like Falcons are taking more Saints players than actually Saints taking Falcon players. That's for sure. That sounds about right. Yeah, and yeah, I can't think because as you said, I can't think of too many Falcons came to the Saints. In the big picture, Martin Anderson, the all-time uh, scoring leader for both the Falcons and the Saints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Martin Anderson played till he about fifty-five years old. <laughs> exactly. The one that did hurt was Joe Hart. I was like, God damn! Like, I, I don't even count that. No, no, no he, but he didn't play for him though. He got hurt before the season. Yeah, yeah. I don't count that one. He ain't. He ain't I'm about to say, I don't even remember being in a jersey. I'm like, what the heck? What that happened? Now, what's his name? He signed with them, and then, like, nah, fuck this. Right, I'm retired. <laughs> Who? Uh, Lance Moore. Okay. Yep. So. Yeah, it's a – it happens all the time. But uh look like my Titans trying to get us away, man. We're trying to yeah. – too oh, worried yeah. about giving giving him a two thousand yards and fucking uh, Sean Watson out here. Damn, Cooks. but dude, that, but that's still Deshaun Watson, man. That dude play with heart, dude. That's why I like. I, I hope I think he's doing this on purpose, dude, so he can go into the office and kick in the door and say, "Get me the fuck out of here, y'all! Y'all have deceived me. Y'all have took away my best damn receiver, and this is what I still give y'all. I want out of here." Nah, Bill did it. Bill did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guess what? They say, yo, yeah, you had Bill here, you fucking bastards. So I want out of here. Oh, damn. Well, I, like, because look, Miami about to get, like, they're going to be in the playoffs with a top 10 pick, a top five pick. Damn near. Top five. Top five or six. Do y'all think I, that uh, Miami still go get another uh, quarterback? No. No. Nah. Y'all really y'all that confident in Tua? No, they just gonna roll with these two they got. They're gonna keep Fitzpatrick at Tua. That's just how they gonna roll for another. Man, Fitzpatrick about to be a governor somewhere. Um well, definitely gonna be that for sure. But Fitzpatrick chilling right. He got like he Fitzpatrick got two more years in his system, dude. That dude ain't wrapped too tight. So I give him two more. I'll give him two more seasons. 
But the thing with Tua, man, like he don't throw the ball down the field. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I just, it just seems weird to me. Like, I think, but I, I think that that's give credit to defense because they know he can. He's that deep, that downfield threat. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. They're keeping that away from him, but he still needs yeah. to learn how to underneath. So yeah, that, that's the thing. So I think that's where they'll be. Since remember now, this is another. He's another fact of he never had a full training camp. Right. This is true. So and he was injured. So you know. So they still was kind of nursing him in. So no, I was still. Tula has two more. See, they gonna give him a two more year window. The skill set is there, but is it all about can he just stay healthy? I see him being like a uh, what's your boy name that went to Marshall, Chad Pennington. I see him as that type. He's gonna be a high accuracy guy, kind of what Breeze too. Just high accuracy, short passes, and just hope that his receivers can run up and catch. Yeah, but he can still at least throw the deep. He can still throw the deep pass. Yeah, he can throw that deep ball though. That's so that's a, a bonus for him. So I think they're going in the right direction. And with you giving them a top five pick possibly here, and mm-hmm. if they don't make the playoffs and you still got like another solid, another first round pick, they're going in the right direction. Yeah, I actually will give Miami props for that. They're they going in the right direction. Because they, they technically played hard all last year, didn't tank for the number one pick, and still got the guy they wanted. So it was a win-win. And they played pretty decent. I think I played with a lot of heart this year, you know. Oh, yeah. Went from the worst scoring defense to the number one scoring defense. Mm-hmm. He, he, be, he better get coach of the year, Brian Flores. He should. Gotta be up there. Yeah, I think it'll be – I think you get the consideration, but who – who? see, but who they going to probably get this shit to, though, is – oh, they better get to the coach for the Cleveland because that's just – that's fool's goal. I can see that. They've oh, been trying so hard to make leaving somebody that I can see them uh, giving it to them. Congratulations to him. 2000. Oh, they just called it back. It was holding. Nah. So, so yeah, so you got that. No, so. Why oh, I might you? be. No, I might be behind. No. A lot of interesting stuff going on here with the NFL. We have to give them that. Yeah. Um. She's going to be amazing, Doc. We'll see how Playoffs going to be very interesting. Cause this is, I ain't going to lie, this is pretty much a very wide open. Yeah, because they expanded now. So it's it's more it's, it's, it's more that March Madness type shit. Yeah, because this is a last man standing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> type of feel to it. Like, I, the way uh, Kansas City playing today, like, y'all all right? What y'all doing, bro? <laughs> I mean, it's one thing because you ain't got your starter in, but still. Uh, yeah, I don't. I can't see them. I'm not, I don't see them doing this. They're not gonna go back to back for sure. That ain't gonna happen. This is why I said this is wide open, and I don't know. But it's all about I don't know who's gonna be hot going into this because nobody look hot. Right. That's the thing. That's so interesting. Like nobody's like look like they're clicking on. All I mean, Baltimore kind of lit it up today. I mean, but it was the Bengals. So I mean, yeah, it's the Bengals. It's the Bengals. Right. But they have been playing more, but Lamar has been playing a lot more consistently the last few games. So that could be a scary thing with him. And it seemed like he got fresh legs still. Like almost like he paced himself all season. That's what I was gonna say. Like you can tell, like he he wasn't running as heavy early on. I think teams was taking it away. One part of it, I don't think it was was all on him. I think teams was taking that option away. 
Yeah, well, he, he still complaining got about that. Home. He still got that. Yeah. He complaining about, man, they know what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. You don't think so? Your highlights have been all over the, the TV screen for the past uh, like, but like you just said, but the dude still got a thousand yards rushing, and they, they're still spying on him. <laughs> still get a thousand yards? That's still scary. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so again, like I said, like his thing is if he can start throwing outside of the, the hash marks consistently down the field, he gonna be a real problem. So right. But once again, everybody but you know like you said, even him with being the young as he is too, and not having that training camp too was scary. It's still scary also. Everybody in Pat Pat Mahomes and you know, Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees and you know Brady, you know, it could just go even even some damn even Philip Rivers like go out here and just go play. Yeah, Philip Rivers, fuck him. Come on, big boy, touchdown. <laughs> that was sad. Even like as much as I hate. Oh, the call play. Oh, that must be the play you was talking about. Yeah, I'm behind right. this this stream. As much as I hate Philip Rivers, dude. Even when he still played us this season, we ain't even in our division no more. And they had it all in his soul to make sure he beat the <laughs> shit out of us. Oh yeah, he don't let go of that. <laughs> yeah, like I have respect for that. So, and then he, he got the low key weirdest throwing motion. No, oh, of this like generation. I feel like his arm gonna dislocate every time he throws the ball. Well, that's the thing. He said he's never had shoulder pain in his in his career. The way he because it's, it's 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 all it's all for him. Yeah, you know why it's all for him? Because he's stroking yeah. his wife all the time. <laughs> Seventy five kids. That child on his wife, nigga. That shit ain't normal. <laughs> he said, "I've never had to ice my shoulder after again ever." Who is this now? Uh, Phil oh, Rivers. Rivers. Yeah, you go stroking on your wife every night out there every goddamn week, and you have all these damn kids you shoot in the club. Yeah, your your form is beyond. It's shoulder stronger than life. He's on the. Oh, he, got a, he got a bunch of kids. He got like eight. No, he nine got kids. like nine kids. Yeah, nine, nine kids. kids. Nine kids. Oh, he got nine kids? Yep. Yes. Damn. Fuck, fuck pulling out. Exactly. <laughs> He's not even trying. At all. So, nah, he, that's why he got no shoulder pain. Doing too much. Bust it open, bust it open, wide open. Yeah, don't even, even talk about what he was doing in college. Oh, my God, he was about to be all reckless. So, nah, he different. So. Damn. So, yeah, man. All right, let's take a quick break, and we can uh, we can come back and jump into the NBA. All right. All right. Except. All right, switching sports, switching over to the NBA. Um, we're about what two weeks in, a week and a half in with the NBA. Yeah, about two weeks. This is how two weeks. Uh, a lot of curveballs. We got a uh, what <laughs> the Phoenix Suns with five and one. Not surprising. Uh, the 76ers, I think, were five and one or four and one. That's whatever surprising. They are. Um, Knicks, what three and three. Uh, Pelicans are three and two, I believe. That sounds about right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and and with that said, Alonzo Ball, Alonzo Ball shooting jumpers with confidence, like he made a multiple uh, mid range jumpers the last game. Yeah, his little brother's still better than him, though. 
Yeah, LaMelo Ball balling out. Uh, so, yeah, man, it's been a lot of uh, a lot of weird shit going on, I think, early on. I think um, and I think Tony Love said the best. Wait till 20 games in. Yeah, let's wait 20 games in. Let's wait 20 games in, and everybody will reveal who they really are. That was a good analogy, too. I give you props for that one. I was like, oh, oh that's a good call. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know. my uh, Pelicans, I'm liking the Pelicans. They they tough, you know. They could they compete throughout the game. They, they ain't giving it up, you know. Defense is much improved. The uh, Stephen Adams, shit. <laughs> well, Stephen Adams is doing what I expected him to do. Something Just else. Bullying people, catching lives. You know what I'm saying? He um he, he's he's fitting right in. Uh, I'm just not trust, being physical. Still ain't trusting Blusso right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm with you, Blusso. I'm not trusting Blusso. He's been driving. He hit, he's hitting some threes. Um, you know, being physical on defense, but at the same time, like you said, long term. Yeah. I don't know if I can believe in him. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I, not as a starter. I'll feel better with him as a six man. You know what? He can have some freedom. Coming off the bench, I can work. You know what? I can work with that better. Mm-hmm. I definitely so, rather like, have Hart. I rather Hart to start over him. Hart is, is, is playing his ass off. Like he's for the past couple of years been low key, mm-hmm. like the perfect glue guy. You know, what I'm saying gets gets a ton of rebounds for a guard. You know, what I'm saying shoots, handles the ball when needed. Um, Plays tough matchups, you know. You guard bigger people, um, but he's he's a perfect guy to have on the team long term. That you know, you ain't gotta really worry about him. So I think the Pelicans Pelicans are good in long term. One person I am kind of weary of is uh, I can't even pronounce all his name. Alexander, the one that Shea Gilders is Alexander's cousin, Nikhil. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. With all the I, I, don't, I don't honestly I don't even worry about him honestly. He's you can tell he has a good skill set, but he hasn't put it all together just yet. Like he got like he's the type of guy that can go and do all these drills and show all these different ball handling stuff, but like he's not consistent enough. Like he he can shoot, but he don't make he don't take good shots all the time. Um he got great handles, but sometimes he try to go go in traffic a little bit too much. So it's um I think he's the wild card. If he can develop into something, I think he can be special. But at the same time, I can also see him being a bust. So I, think, yeah, um, I don't know. I, just, I don't know. You know, just it's not the team for him, maybe too. And maybe True. he'll be good in another environment, maybe too. That's just what I kind of see. But like how you know, the, the Pelicans are heavier at the guard position. It's yeah. tough to get play time there. So it's trade bait. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Maybe maybe they're playing him just to 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 put him out there. Yeah. So yeah, it's a uh, because teams seem to be uh, on Reddick's ass. They ain't letting him shoot threes as much. They trying to overplay him, but right. that's opening up the inside drives. Brandon Ingram has been outstanding. Just buckets. Um, yeah, closer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a closer. Oh, he's definitely a closer, dude. Yeah, he's getting his grown man on. When he said on the free throw the other day, it's over. It's over. It's over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. he, he's been um he's been special so far. That's so crazy. I think he really is a small market player. 
Mm-hmm. The small market fits him better than the, the big. He can't be in a big. He couldn't be in like you said, L.A., New York, Boston. He can't be in a major market. Right. And I mean, he, he uh, no, he, he said that on um, on Reddick's podcast is like you know you you come from L.A. and then you in New Orleans, two of the two of the places you supposed to go out and have a good time. And he like you, Lonzo, and Zion, y'all go home. Mm-hmm. You ain't even trying to be out here. It's just ball, go home. Ball, go but it's easier, but it's like, but it's a different time to go out though between uh, LA and the New Orleans. Like LA is like, you know, you both, you know, the paparazzi, everybody always out looking, say, for yeah, people, right. looking for people. Where in New Orleans, you can do a lot of damn grimy shit private and don't be seen by anybody. Like remember back in the day home. when um when they first came back. You know, Baron Davis, uh, Mo Pete, like all them cats used to be out there in the club. Yeah. Regular people, like it was nothing. Like used to be in the Metro. Um, So Raheem Liddell, punk ass, you know, he can, you know, remember those days. Yeah, you can speak on, you can attest to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. The foolery. I know. I'm going to get you in a second with that. But but yeah, they, they, you can really do a lot in New Orleans and not be seen. Right. If you don't want to be seen, so yeah, so oh, yeah, so that makes sense. I mean, you know, it's still a different type of energy. Almost like they embody being like they're from New Orleans because it ain't Pretty important much. to them. You do it like so many times, like all right, I done it, been there, done that. I'm good money. Because JJ Reddick did say when he first came to the team, he was like he was, he didn't know what to expect, but he was saying like it was the you know this it's probably the best city that he's played in because he after he got you know time and met people like you can really just do shit on a Tuesday <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> and, have your, and have a good time like he you know he didn't know you know when you come and visit it's, it's one thing but once you there and live there and people expose you to shit he's like yeah you can really you can really get down on any day of the week so hey Brad Pitt showed that to everybody god damn yeah yeah think it is just, just walking down the lower night ward just knowing everybody all gracefully and chill and ain't nobody <laughs> acting the ass you know everybody by their names and shit. Man, what hey, Deidre. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Junior? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> giving hugs, just walking out of the street, giving the hugs and stuff, and just just chilling. And, you know, ain't wasn't even a big deal. So you know, like I said, just the energy I said is different. We don't, we ain't trying to snap pictures in your face. That's what I'm about to say. I think from um, and I, I might ask y'all that in a second, but like I think being from the city. You're not really starstruck by many people. Cause we see them all the time. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think so. Name some people that y'all would be star starstruck by. Riri. No, that's different. That's just lust. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about starstruck. Like, oh my uh, god. That's kind of starstruck slash lust though at the same time. I gotta give me still I know like, if we see a Riri nigga, I'm gonna be like, whoa, oh, whoa, damn. Yeah. I'm gonna say that forehead is big as a motherfucker, but goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like you gonna still be like, whoa, I'm really in front of fucking really thick ass. Like this is a lot of red bone in front of me. This is different. This our red is different than our city red. So you are gonna be a little sh- starstruck. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's like you said. I don't think it's too many people are gonna just catch us off guard like that. I think, Shit. and I'll say, I think, Denzel. 
I don't know. Not even Denzel. Like, cause Denzel too cool. Two four is all good. Like you just only gonna match his vibe. Maybe Jay. No. Not even Jay. I will be cool. I said like, maybe. I like I'm gonna yeah. like this. I ain't gonna lie. I'll be excited to see Jay, but my demeanor gonna be like mad, still chill and cool because I'm trying to match his energy. I ain't mm-hmm. trying to be like all extra. Like I'm like you said, we try to figure out, like who we gonna be like extra about. For me, it's two Yankees, Derek Jeter and Bernie Williams. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. I don't give a lie to you. It's Derek Jeter. Like I met him. I can see him. Yeah, I can see that nigga being bad, fucking giddy. When I was young. When I was young, I got a chance to meet Steve McNair, but that was before he even started playing for us. He was still on the bench. Oh, so I have a story with that, but I'll let you know that about that later. Actually, you do have ties to Steve McNair. It's my cousin. That don't count. Y'all, y'all some horny people. Y'all got family. Y'all got people everywhere, so that ain't <laughs> no surprising to me. So there's an actual cousin, son, his son, in in the family. Okay. Side baby. Oh, side chick anthems. Um, but yeah, I met him at uh, Astro World when I was in high school. Um, oh, oh, Lita Baker for me. There we go. I'll be fucking giddy as a schoolgirl. I see Lita Baker. I'm not gonna lie. I, I did get starstruck over meeting Doug Williams, and because I'm I'm a fan of first people who are first mm-hmm. to do something. Ooh, I, I got one. I got one. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Okay. Stephen Wonder, yeah, Stephen Wonder will probably be for me. Well, I was super. I ain't gonna lie. I was super hyped one time. I was out. I was in Chicago, and I was right next to Michael Jordan and his Ferrari. I knew it was that nigga. Like you see a nigga with a fucking MRJ on his fucking plate, you gonna be giddy as a school kid. You know, I ain't personally see the nigga, but I was hyped that I was right next to him at the light. Jordan. Yeah. Well, maybe as a, as a kid, kid though. This is as a kid though, dude. I'm like 11 years old, and I'm right next to Mike at the light. Can't yeah. see inside the car number. I know it was him. I know I was driving fucking Ferrari Testa in Chicago at any given day. I, I, I remember I, the car and everything. So for Batman, it'll probably be Maya. Mm. For you, it'll be Maya. That's what I'm saying. That's lust. No, <laughs> it'll start struck. Now I will it's say just, this though. I, I did have almost. I almost had an opportunity to meet her. So we was, it was a Mardi Gras one year. And you might have been with me, Raheem. And we had just left Bourbon Street. And some and whoever we was hanging with called me. It's like, yo, Maya is on Bourbon Street right now. I can see her with her security guards like five feet away from me. I was like, yeah, we just left. He's like, nigga, turn around. <laughs> I was like... Nah, I ain't gonna do it. Like, I almost did. And I was like, shh, nah, go my drunk ass home. But, uh, but yeah, definitely Maya to a certain degree. Like I said, I count that as different. But, but you said somebody that you not, like you said, you, okay, Obama. Yeah. Like, people who don't come to the city at all. I mean, you, Obama, right? Ob- again, like Obama is so chill and laid back. Like, Obama just be like hanging with your uncle that you don't get to see too often. Well, Michelle, goddamn it. We know you on. That's lust. That's lust. (laughs) 
with uh, Cat Williams. Well, you smell like cocoa butter. And <laughs> may, may I say, may I say, for Michelle's backside, I really don't think Barack got in him to put it on him back there. That's just look, looking at them two. I don't think he got the sway. I think he do. Really put. I think he do. He think his nigga I, kept her there all the time for play play. Dude, she saw I, he saw dude. He saw her a dream. He saw her the, the broke nigga dream. What is you talking about? I don't see it, man. I, remember, I see he, her, I see a lot of riding. I see a lot of riding. So. No, he didn't have no remember, he didn't he didn't even think he would finish law school, dude. How you think he'll give the gab her? That nigga had to give you he had stroke game slash talking his ass off to keep her in check. Mm-hmm. This woman here will you don't think she needed him? No, no she, she, she was more accomplished. Him. She was more accomplished than him. Right. So she that's called stroke game. That nigga kicked his coverage. He knew what he was doing. I don't think he put it on him back there, like like talking about it. I don't, I don't see it. Huh. <laughs> Obama, no stroke. <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna even. I'm gonna just say I think that man did. He just keeps it so low key and chill. I, I understand. I, you know what? I understand Obama's plight there, man. I, I've been underestimated a lot. So I get that look, nigga. You hit that right stroke. You turn around like, oh, oh, nigga. You know what you're doing? You got there right. Yes, I know how to be underestimated. So I, I feel Obama. I, I think he, he, no, he tapped that shit and was like, oh, hey, stop telling on yourself. Hey, that's why, hey, that's why this is why I got this situation in this in this house right now, dude. Cause they she got caught by surprise. She's like, oh, you goddamn right. I know what I'm doing. Ooh, someone cocky over there, huh? Hey, I'm man, I'm I'm I, got, I didn't put the ring on it. Yeah, that's why that thing over there. AJ, motherfucking brown. Yeah, I'm dude. Yeah, y'all won the game with the buzzer, dude. Y'all, y'all did y'all thing. I met Magic Johnson. I'm kind of starstruck when I met him. Yeah, that okay. might have been one for me. That definitely, That's no, legit. ain't no might have been. It would definitely been one for me. Yeah, it was that one. And then I uh, also met um, Lettucey. Who? Yeah, Lettucey. Lettucey. Yeah, I met her. Okay, you know what? Larry Bird. I will be fucking started there. If I see Larry Bird, I'm going to see, I'm going to say, yo, you the coldest white nigga I've ever seen in my life. Now that's exactly what I'm going to tell him. <laughs> I'm and calling him know, white and he and he know exactly. I'm pretty sure it ain't the first time he been called it. <laughs> exactly, but I'm gonna tell him that. I'm gonna say, yo, I know you probably heard this a lot of times, but you a cold ass white nigga. That's why I rock with y'all, Boston over them Lakers for years. He um, the fact that he felt it was disrespectful to put a white boy on solidified. It's <laughs> 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 like you put a white boy. Nah, put a brother. Right. On. Put a brother on. <laughs> you about to learn today. Y'all gonna learn today. Mm-hmm. This, this is this is the, the kid in me. Uh, probably, well, not, first time I got starstruck was seeing uh, Junkyard Dog at the uh, old arena. And the second person was with you. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, second person was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Shit, I was starstruck when I saw the Rock and Roll Express, nigga. So I was um, another one for me. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy for me. As far as comedy, Eddie Murphy. You know what? Definitely. I'm gonna go Dave Chappelle. I probably go Chris Rock. 
I mean, I'm a, I'm a Dave Chappelle probably should be, but I think Dave Chappelle, you probably be so drunk or high with him that you can't be starstruck. So no, you know, you, no, 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 no. You gonna be starstruck at first, but then but they ain't gonna offer. Hey man, come on, chill with me. Then you gonna be drunk and high afterwards. Mm. But at first, you are gonna be dude like because I followed Dave Chappelle all for a dude yeah. way before he became Dave Chappelle. So like, mm-hmm. I think I'll be starstruck because mm-hmm. I was so excited for his growth. And how he became who he was, that would mm-hmm. probably be that person I would be like super crazy to me. And think, yeah, he only he been in the game over thirty years, and he only a few years older than us. Yep. Yes, <laughs> yep. exactly. Like he, what he said, he said he started like his first sport, like sixteen. He said fourteen, so, something so, like so, that. Yeah. Oh, uh, Nas for me, I'll be starting to go with Nas. Yeah, I can see that. Like I oh, I know like, I would be. Yeah, I would be because I'd be so fucking hyped to see him. And I want him to keep talking about his Illmatic all day fucking long. Because, oh, if y'all just saw the look on my face when that bastard Lindsay went to the House of Blues and seen Nas, and that nigga ain't fucking <laughs> gave me a ticket and told me. And this was in the pinnacle of, like, this is when um It Was Written came out. And yeah. that nigga did not give, no. Was it out? Yeah, it was. It Was Written came out. And he ain't tell me. He gave me a ticket. Oh, nigga, the look of disgust I gave him. And they kept think, trying to um, apologize. Um, Definitely Nas. Like, to me, and I don't know if y'all, like, when I think about back about our childhood, like, the soundtrack is Illmatic to me. Like, I all the, every, time I think, every time I think about the, the, the crazy shit that we did and the different events, it feels Illmatic like Illmatic was, was in the background. So Yes. I, me and Lizzie forced Illmatic on everybody. If they, you was in a car with us or playing Madden or Jordan versus Bull or the live when it started kicking in, Illmatic was playing in the background some way, some, somehow. Like, you are correct. Illmatic was my the first cassette I bought. I bought money because I, I was so big on it. Between that, Illmatic and Brandy, first album. I'm about to say, y'all already know what my first cassette was. Chopper City, man. Nigga, my first cassette was fucking <laughs> Ice T Power, nigga. At 10 years, nigga, at 11 years old, I had Ice T Power. That's my first hip hop. That's my first hip hop cassette. Now, my I first. Why over- type. <laughs> yeah. My overall first two cassettes was. And they gonna love this was Wham and Prince yeah. Purple Rain. You did, you did mention Wham before. I forgot what conversation it was, but you did mention Wham before. Uh, that was my first two cassettes I ever bought at seven years old. So yeah, yeah you yeah. could tell me. And that, that man, that man wrote the what, he wrote the child support anthem on that song. Yes, dude. <laughs> I should have took that. Album. I do. I should have took that song at he at that age. And got caught up still at the end of the day. Niggas, I don't even love you. <laughs> Everything she wants, man. Listen to that. You're going to feel that one. Yeah, dude. I'm a, you know what? I'm going to put that on the dog. I'm going to put that in my story tomorrow, dude. Just, just for nostalgia purposes. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, but, those um, were my, my cassettes. My first, those were my first three cassettes overall in life. Come on. Uh, Ghostface Killer. I get Star Struck over him. I had all those on CD. 
Now I'm saying stop being starstruck. Me. You know what? I ain't gonna lie. You that's the a way good that, fucking call. The dude. way that he held Def Jam on on, on I do. That's what I'm saying. That's why I would be starstruck with him because I'm. That's the first thing I'm asking him. Like, like yo, <laughs> who you held hostage, dude? Who you had in the basement to drop that many albums on Def Jam over everybody else for that many years? What? Who you held hostage? Or who you had dirt on? Because you were the only cat able to drop albums in that run. Multiple. Get promotion, all that. And get promotionals. Yeah, it was getting top producers. Everything like who, who all that. What did you do? He's so on. yeah, that that that'll be another one. So heavy out there in, in East Coast. I mean, another person who I probably won't get starstruck, but it'll be kind of like a circle, full circle again. Will probably be E Forty. I saw I, I met E Forty, and he told me he was like, "Man, I put out an album." I'm like, "Yeah, okay." This I was a kid. I was mm-hmm. so I'm like, "Who? That's that motherfucker." Oh, E40 would probably be like a, a full circle. Dude, I remember everybody in New Orleans listening to E40. I just like, I can't listen to this shit. I'm, I'm so yeah, fucking. I also East Coast biased, nigga. I want to try to hear shit from the West Coast until I heard. Then once I heard Pac, and then I was the first. Pack, that be legit know, album was fire though. Yeah, that first be legit album was fire. I mean, he has it. You know, he's kind of like Buster Rhymes of the West Coast. I can't listen to him. All the time, I got to listen to yeah. him in, in rations. But I, I've still always said this. I knew I was one of the first people that was bumping pop way before everybody was pumping, bumping pop. Period. With you know, with the first album that he came out with, with I found through Digital Underground and all of that. I know I was the only nigga in Abe in this whole city was bumping that nigga. Nobody saw part until Me Against the World came out. So hold up, so time out. So you listen to Wham. Well, and then you listen to Pac before he was Pac. You have a a, a, mysterious, a, a good trend of just recklessness from even back. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, I was all over the place, man. Uh, yeah, my levels of music, dude. Near either rock culture club. ODB. I had cousins, dude. I had cousins that went to Cabrini, and I used to listen to Poison, Motley Crue, Bon Jovi. They all all over the place. You just an ODB? Hell yeah, fuck with ODB. That recklessness again. Yeah, dude. <laughs> nigga, Brooklyn Zoo was the shit, nigga. I had that on, I had that on CD, nigga, off the rip. Hey, the only artist, well, one of the first artists to have a, a gold album and still be on food stamps. Yeah. <laughs> that, that nigga's no, a, nah, man. That nigga so no. My music is beyond eclectic to the highest level, dude. I'm all over the place. So what about Redman? Hell yeah. Most I will say this. I'm about to say, I will say this though. Never listen to a whole Redman album. Now, that, that's I, correct. I'm going to say this too. I never I bought still a think he's, album. I still I think he's one of the, the, the great lyricists of that time, but I never mm-hmm. really could never listen to a whole album. Nah, I, I bought the Method bought. Man and Redman album. I didn't even buy that. I, I thought they should have done another one. I definitely yeah, think definitely so, too. Yeah, but I never bought, that's the crazy thing, I never bought a Red Man album. But do I know a lot of Red Man shit? Oh, yeah. fucking day long. But I don't know why. Dude, I'll tell you this. I bought Ready to Die from Biggie. 
Dude, sat on that shit for six months. And when I first heard it, I'm like, what the fuck is I'm listening to? Like, it was not something I was accustomed to listening to. Then six months later, it was Christmas time. I listened to that shit, that nigga, I was a Biggie fan for life. Yeah, my brother had a, a little mixtape that he had like half of the album on. So, and that made me go back and actually go and buy it. Cause like, my thing was, is like, it was just too, like, you know me, I don't like shit that's always, you know, it's three, four songs, singles, that's on the radio. Like, I feel like it's watered down right. and kind of annoying. So I was like, okay, that shit ain't gonna be, cause you know, the, the singles is all puffy singles. So I was like, I ain't gonna listen to that shit. And then my brother had a mixtape. I was like, oh, this, this is all some different shit. So that made me go back and buy it and listen to the nine singles. I was like, okay, this is some, uh, yeah, this some, some next level shit. Yeah, because I don't know. Maybe I don't think at the time it was like, I felt like it was lyrically, that was metaphors and everything. It was a little, I think at that time, could do what? Dad, that was like the beginning of junior year. Just wasn't mentally on that level you just yet, but it was just mm-hmm. different. It just wasn't, it didn't connect to me. But I was, pop shit was so more simple and direct and easy to comprehend. It, I was feeling him more. But then, I don't know, like I said, that holiday, oh, big, I listened to that big, that shit touched me different. And I always was a Jay fan. And then, that's right when Jay was starting to come out. And then when Jay came out, oh, it was like, oh, I'm a done deal. You couldn't, then everything, then Wu-Tang came out. That 94 year was like, that, that, that changed my whole outlook of music. I would say I'll probably be one of those guys that said, I didn't like Wu-Tang as a group. I liked them individually or in their pairs. That was just me. I didn't like them as a group. I was like... As a group, I think as a group, I know 36 Chambers get a lot of love. I feel like 36 Chambers is overrated. Thank you. But individually, like you said, their first albums across the board, ODB, Method Man, Ghostface, Raycon. The Jizzle, all, the Jizzle, all, all, all their first albums was fire, but I just felt like yeah. 36 Chambers was highly overrated to me. I get well, why. I, 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 I treat it as an introduction. The second, one. the second one, yeah, the double, yeah. the double disc, yeah. Yeah, yeah Wu Tang Forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wu Tang Forever. But yeah, I just feel like um, I think 36 Chambers was just so off the wall that people gravitated to it, but actually, like, musically, the individual shit was just so next level. And I think, right, but that's why I said, like, when I heard the 36, I didn't like Ghostface for nothing in the world. Yeah, he really wasn't that good on 36 Chambers. Yeah, but then when he got on Cuban Links, yeah. couldn't something, tell me, something. goddamn, you couldn't tell me nothing about Ghostface. Like, Ghostface became my favorite off the rip. I'm now hearing the out. stories and, and seeing the TV show and shit, maybe because he was worried about going to jail and shit. So I still haven't seen the TV show. Is, is it on Hulu? It's on Hulu. Yeah. It's on okay. Hulu. Yeah, Outstanding. Like I'll it's stand. um I'm not sure what they can do with a second season, but uh they, I, Well they said they're gonna bring you God in because he was he wasn't on the first season, yeah. but they said they're gonna bring you God in and they're just gonna co- continue on from where they went to go to the solo albums and everything. Yeah, so it was, it was, if they kept everything 90 to 95% legit, like, you would be amazed how the hell these niggas have the albums together. Like, well, especially they, between um, Rick Kwan and Ghost, Ghost and Ray. Ray. Yeah, like, that I mean, was. 
Ray said if they beef wasn't that strong, but they did not have they did not like each other, but it wasn't that strong of a beef. Right. I don't know, man. The way they put on the show was pretty damn strong. So well, yeah, you gotta embellish for uh, TV. Yeah, that's what I say that if it's 95 percent true, then yeah. Yeah, so you know they're gonna make it a little more hyper, but yeah, mm-hmm. they um they vibe they didn't rock with each other, but he said Raquel said he didn't shoot up his um you know his you know his mom's house or nothing like that. It wasn't. Yeah, no, but I said that shit. I must say that shit. If that was true, I was like, dog, like. Yeah, you ain't no way you're gonna come back from that. Yeah, but yeah, but you, you definitely need to check it out. You yeah, it's saying? definitely great. Yeah, it's definitely good TV. But yeah, it's, it's not, not painful, definitely so you got a reason to to watch. Yeah, it. you yeah you hating ass nigga. Yeah, still we we taking shots, paying foods for life. So we ain't letting up on that one, nigga. <sighs> and you'll get through it quick too. Like it's uh, okay. I think each episode is like an hour, but it. it yeah, but it, it's so it it's so you ain't so intrigued in it, it go by quick. Especially if you like, since knowing the music and knowing the artists mm-hmm. individually, yeah, you can kind of see they did a good job as far as the personalities of them. When you, like, you, can, when you see ODB, like, when you see when you see ODB, then that's ODB. When you see Meth, you know that's Method Man. When you see nah, Raycon, o, well, no, when you see ODB, you see ODB because it's his goddamn own child, his own child, and that mm-hmm. nigga look exactly acts exactly like him. There's no acting in this at all. Mm-hmm. But Delivery all the rest and all of the that guys stuff. that play each person, I don't think the guy that plays Ghost, Ghost, Ghost did, they didn't do get Ghost right. They, they got Ghost, Ghost right. right. They didn't get Ghost right, and I feel they didn't get Rizzo right neither. But he's a good actor. But that's not really yeah. Rizzo. But they had to do him because they have to have a strong actor in that role. Yeah, they have a strong actor because he was the person that carries the show. So they right. had to get so, somebody that was more so the Yeah, actor a lot of crafted actors, so I get that. So I didn't knock it, though, but like you said, but yeah, but Ghostface was the weak. I think it was the weakest. Yeah, he just, it just didn't seem right. Yeah. Just knowing off of Ghost that we know, that he ain't animated enough, he ain't aggressive enough to mm-hmm. kind of make you believe that he, he goes he there. tried he tried to show aggression but he yeah didn't. but it ain't the nah, ain't the ghost we know yeah, oh, the nigga watching, him, rocking the fucking eagle on his own dude <laughs> yeah when nigga said yo I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my girl cousins to rock you nigga like that's the, the ghost I'm looking for like yo you get your girl cousins to beat up a chick that's like that's what I'm looking for so yeah, so you know, both were all great though. So, great era of music, and yeah, I am all over the board when it comes to music, cause I I just love to look on Tony Love face when I said I I got I had wham for his that nigga looked at me so befuddled and so confused. <laughs> nigga like what? Uh, the first time I found out about you, you you British pop obsession, you were helping me. Uh, at at a storage facility to get a washing machine, and then my phone rang. It's like, hey, that sounds like that uh David Ashley joint, or like Rick Ashley joint. <laughs> <laughs> like nigga, what? what? <laughs> Rick Ashley? <laughs> what you what you know? Yeah, yeah. But never want to give you. I'm like, 
<laughs> Who is this man? Who are you? <laughs> hey, man. I'm going to go all over the place, man. We were in the storage facility. He, he, he's sitting up there singing. I'm looking around like, hey, bro, call the fuck. <laughs> I know something. I love my man. I love my British music, man. I'm all, I'm all love, man. I rock with that. Like, so, yeah, I'll be all in. Yo. I listened to a lot of, especially at that era, dude. That era, I was all in, dude. Any stuff from the '80s and '90s, I was all in. Especially '80s, dude. The pop music. I'm about to say this. I will say, if you was in the British, so you have to be a fan of VH1. Yeah, of course. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like VH1, well, VH1 is still on, but like it's no, just but like, there ain't no music. There, no there, ain't, there ain't no music. They don't do music at all. But in okay. the '90s, but yeah, in the '90s, you watch VH1 in the '90s. That's where you saw all the more underground music, of um, really? like all of the pop, the pop and the, even like the pop R and B music was on VH1, mm. and that was yeah. So yeah, I was a super fan of all of that all day long. Good so. music, good music choices are weird. I'm just gonna let you know that. How the hell you go? Howdy ho! You know what I mean? Uh, it's, it's, all over the place, man. Dude, cause they soulful. Hey, man. They soulful, man. I talk like this. I'm gonna let you know, like this. My favorite decade, you know, my favorite decade of music is the '70s. The '70s was the best decade of music ever in life. Because you, we gotta think about it. Cause of the '70s is why we got the music we had in the '90s. Cause everybody sampled all of the music from the '70s. Yeah. And it parents. just all. I mean, every genre, it didn't matter what genre of music was in the 70s, it was all on point. Everybody, you listen to you listen to everybody across the board. Dude, like, I, mean, I rock with Kenny Rogers. I rock with, dude, like, you know, the Bee Gees. You had, you know, Genesis. You, you know, I could go all day long of just naming the most left field music of people Y'all probably, I would just listen to all day long through that eight to seventies. Then the eighties, of course, that was the hell of a drug era, no doubt. The super, I don't know, I'm going to say this, the super hell of a drug era. Because yeah. the seventies, well, definitely was, the, they was part of this, you know, hell of a drug. But Keep the hell of a drug. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Take a quick break with the round time. Keep the hell right. of a drug and we're going to pick up from there. You kind of guess what we're going to get into that. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continuing on with music, uh, we had a uh, thing a post that came up on IG uh, in the uh, proposed versus battle. Uh, Mary J. Blazers, Whitney, Whitney Houston. Um, I know we've mentioned this before with Whitney. We don't feel there's much of a matchup. Um, or Mariah Carey. But when with Mary J. Blige, I think if you just put it on hits, I think it'd be somewhat competitive. Yeah. I think if you just put it on hits. Like if you if you ain't just going off a live performing, that's you know, that's a un, uh, unfair uh advantage. No, we're right. going song for song, yeah, it will be even. But now we going off of actual vocal Ooh. talent, then we know this is one sided. But right. if we just go off the, the impact of a song when it's been played, yeah, this could be a, a good even contest. And almost like to the, I ain't gonna lie, if we're gonna go just strictly off of the impact of how a song come on, 
Mary has maybe a slight edge. Because you remember, um, Whitney's songs have more of a pop vibe to it. Right. It's not a soulful vibe. So Yeah, I'm about to say, because nobody's gonna is really people gonna be re responding, I really wanna dance with somebody. <laughs> like who's gonna be really be like responding to that shit on verses? So I think the people the, the Whitney songs that would hit on verses would be uh Black Strikes Upon the Hour. Um, nah. <laughs> you give good love to me. You give good love. Um, the, the um, saving all my love, the best side chick sound song. Side yeah. Anthem. <laughs> right. Side shoot. Anthem. Yeah, shoot. shoot. Uh, what's the uh Raheem, what's the one your sister used to do the little shoulder bounce to? Uh you know what I'm talking about. Fuck. What? Oh, I'm looking at the video. I can't. Well, now else. I want to dance with somebody. I hope it's no, not. No, 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 no. It was it was like on her uh, the uh, early '90s album. I'm your baby tonight. No, it was like a fast pace. It started all slow, and it, she had a video for it. I can't remember. His sister used to do this stupid ass dance to it. That just made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was in the well, video? What was the what was the yeah, video? Like brown song? or bronze on or something like that. She had like a close up in the beginning of the video, and then then um. Or oh, I'm every woman. Was it I am every woman? It might be that. It has to be I am every woman. It has to be that. That you you are correct. No, that's what it is. There ain't no other. Because yeah, yeah, it, it starts. That one starts slow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. You are correct. Yeah, but yeah, like when it comes to like a versus battle, too. like you said, she ain't got no no anthems. Like you said, it's a more pop vibe. Like people ain't gonna just be jamming and vibing to it. Like I said, they got a couple of them. Like you said, the side chick anthems, um, and stuff like that. But at the same time, Mary J. Blige got the uh, "I Was Your Lover and Your Secretary." You know what I'm saying? So that's you know, I always you know. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I can love you better than she can. Like, you know, reminisce, yeah. mm -hmm. real love, and um, the Method Man joint. All, all, yeah, yeah. All I can say with her and um, Lauren Hill. Mm -hmm. I, you know, her and Lil Kim. Yeah. You, it, it gets real. It'll get real bad. You know, no more drama. Mm-hmm. Like it could go left real quick. All them hurt women gonna be out there. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Right. Like it can really get ugly quick. Like that shit can. Like I said, yeah. I think the thing with Whitney though, I think um, Whitney Mariah would have been more yeah realistic. Whitney, but I'm saying, but like Whitney singing these songs puts you in a different space. I think. Yeah, like if she was. Like some of those songs that may have been borderline, she can vocalize her way into a win. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like a it's like a good NBA player willing himself to a win. It's like how Kevin Durant doing right now with one and a half feet. Now hey, this now buckets. Yeah, you got, you got this is the other thing now. If you know, if Whitney still was here. And you know, both we know both of them are well known for being a you know, part of the hell of a drug crew. Mm -hmm. This would have been very more interesting because you know what? Because Whitney would have been more entertaining because that 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 New Jersey side of her would have came out. Yeah. Against mm -hmm. Mary's younger side, this would have been a highly ghetto ass 
battle. Might have been some hands thrown. Well, <laughs> I'll say, say if uh, Whitney didn't pass, would Mary be as popular? Oh, yeah. Mary was always popular yeah. already before that, though. I mean, she would have been as popular, but I think Mary, I'm not Mary, Whitney, I don't even know if Whitney would still be singing on a regular. Right. Her voice was shot because her voice was already shot. I think she would have been more into acting than, than singing. Yeah, because the voice was already gone. Because where we before she passed, the voice was already gone. Right. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be Snoop and Martha. It would be Snoop and Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, nah, what's his name? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. The uh, producer for Arista. Oh, oh, Clyde yeah. Davis? Yeah, Clyde Davis, he, he was talking, they were talking about their relationship on his documentary, and uh, they say he really had a blind eye when it came to her. You know, he you know he knew about yeah, the drugs, but he, he recognized that she was on drugs, but he never really sat down and had that heart-to-heart with no, her. You know, you know, because he didn't give a damn. Nah, well, no, he, 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 he gave a damn, but he, he took her word for it. Nah. He took her word for it about... Uh, you know, when she said she had it under control and he just left it at left it at nah, that. And he finally didn't give it and finally, Nah, you know better. He ain't give a damn. <laughs> because of the fact was she was the person that kept him relevant longer in the game, though. Cause Clyde was already coming to an end then. Cause he was already in the industry for so long. His uh, like, yeah, I mean, like that what brought him back in the game was Whitney. No, not when he had a you know Aretha and everybody at that time. But no, nah, he he's had several things since Whitney though. He he he, he was responsible for Puffy. He uh, brought back. Not, uh, oh no 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 oh no whoa yeah, that's where that's where they, uh, that's why I learned the shadiness of the Grammys, my nigga. That nigga paid for that shit. That's where the pay game came in. That's where Puffy learned how to stay relevant in the game too through Clyde Davis. How you pay people. To stay yeah, relevant. You helped that? Through Clyde yeah, Davis. Yeah, so like you said, he was falling off after after Whitney, too. And, you know, you give Puffy a chance. Yeah, but then guess what? Remember the infamous Alicia Keys in, in the IRE? True. How, how, how they were both had the same amount of, nom, you know, they had the same Grammy nominations. Right. But... And Yari didn't get none, and Alicia Keys got them all. Then they climbed right. paid for all that shit. They said that shit was like, there was like no way Alicia to. Now, dude, we, we don't even look at Alicia the same right now, nigga, because how bad she can sing. <laughs> well, like, well. it was a nostalgia of it. It was different and on point. But now we really look now in hindsight, that heifer can't sing to save her life. Like you know, like she lost her voice no. when she became a cheater. That's what I say. That's what somebody said. She, 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 she didn't lost her voice ever since she stole uh, Swiss, Swiss beats. beats. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, but it's kind of true though, if you think about it. Like we don't. Can't, we don't you can't have it all, her. man. Yeah, and like we don't LeBron with his hairline. You can't be the greatest and, and still have a good hairline, man. <laughs> yeah. It's cold. It's cold. But you know. But true, but it's like did it's like you know Alicia really don't have a story to her. What you mean she don't? But, she do. Like, she has a skill set. She has a skill set, but do she don't have a story? Like we don't really know her. Not story. like 
I'm about to say, which when she she was on the Cosby Show, she went from single yeah, mother. That's a yeah, she she was a female. She was from a single parent home. And yeah, she had a childhood Vocally, actress. It, she didn't have no passion. Like she never showed passion in her singing. She just had a skill set of playing that piano, which you can't deny that part of her. But then the singing, well, like okay, we know Mary can't really sing. But she has a passion behind her singing. Because you know what she's trying to get away from, what she's been through, is a story where other women, basic women, can understand. Alicia is a high yellow heifer that no black chick really relates to. But her first, her first album was like, how many platinum? Double platinum? Or triple platinum? Yeah, yeah that's why, because it was, it was new and nostalgia, you know, because it was a whole new vibe. And Clyde Davis sold that dream to us. That's how the, they remember that's, that was the, the luxury and the, the greatness of the music business. They knew how to sell us a, sell us something that didn't exist. But you go on, it's like there's only so long fake thugs can pretend. <laughs> and, this, and this was the same thing with artists. That's why we had hit, one hit wonders, or they, why only their first album was better. Then they second album. Like you only could pretend so much by the time you get to that second album. That's what made Mary more legendary. Her second album second was album probably her, her best album. Her second album in in her first one was a classic, but then you go to the second one, that one made her. Cause they actually fed off of the, the stuff she was going through. But Alicia Keys, I mean, if you look at Alicia Keys as an artist compared to like other artists. She was in her, her own little wit. She she was a mix of neo soul with classical aspects, mm-hmm. and she can play. Yeah, but my thing was she she would never get on a Beyonce level or even carry her. Right. Right. she's not a performer. Right. 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 So she, yeah, she's not a performer. But she would she would definitely give you a show where if you are more of a technical person when it comes classical. to and be honest with you, or whatever, you know, uh, what was that song that she made? Uh, you Don't Know My Name? Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's a hit. It's a, that's it's a hit, but it was a Kanye West yeah, yeah. carried Kanye. that to a hit. Yes. So that's another thing. It's like some of the, the hits that she had was carried by other artists. It was a producer slash writer that kind of carried them, those songs. Alicia Keys was supposed to be what Patrice Russian was, but go to the next level. Okay. But Felicia Russian was on such another level of her being a trained musician and she loved the passion of that what made her music sound a little bit different. Mm. But she just didn't get the backing of a strong label to be a bigger star that she could have been that Alicia got. Because she's more of a trained musician than Alicia. True. Mm. Remember, she's she, called uh, Alicia's classically trained. True, but you know, remember what? Then, but Patrice, but then remember, she's been a uh, music conduct- conductor of different award shows too. Just different, so, you know, different talents. Different talents. Different though. trains of talents. Yeah, different yeah. strains of talents in the bigger picture. But it was just like I think, but Patrice Russian is more respected than Alicia Keys is. And if you look at among true musicians, Patrice Russian is more respected than Alicia Keys. 
Well, I think but that also the, is the, the industry is the, the era, time is the era that she came though. out. Yes, yeah, so I was about to say the era that uh, Alicia Keys. Yeah, an era is different. A lot of people didn't respect that whole era of music. Going and that's where, and that's why I'm coming back full circle now, where Clyde Davis takes away a person's true talent. Okay, so here we go with Alicia Keys. This is this is what makes her relevant. She produced it. She produced Godson album, where she received you know. That's uh, produced by Alicia Keys. He produced uh, Mario's album. So she's mm -hmm. she's producer too. No, no, no. That's she what I'm about to say. She, she probably had a, got a no, better. No, no. Remember, she had the guy with her too. But I can't remember the guy she was with. He had just as much of effect with that with her. That wasn't strictly just her. But that's what I'm about to say. Is like I think she probably would have been like long term better to be a producer like her husband. Uh, and be relevant that way versus trying to be a vocalist and a performer. You know what? Right. That's why that's why they're together. Because she can do the one thing that Swiss Beat can't do, which is play. Yeah. Right. So she has that's why they got that's why she stole it. <laughs> yeah, because okay. And she got the, and she got the leg meat. Right, yeah, exactly. Cause she's not okay. This is a, another class, you know, a true underrated female producer, Angela Wimbush. ATM Hall of Famer. You know, she couldn't, she, you know, you, that's a woman that could truly produce. Remember, yeah. she wrote and produced a lot of hits through the 80s. Remember, you know, which Alicia never really wrote a lot of her songs. She, baby, yeah, she produced, produced but she didn't co write. Yeah. And she co-produced. Because she had a, she had a, you know, like I said, it's still a team where Angela Wimbush did all of that by herself. Well, she's A. Marie with playing skills. Pretty much. Good call. A thicker A. Marie. Trying to show your legs off. You ain't A. Marie. Um, yeah, you're right. But yeah, she still, she ain't gonna never get her voice back. Nah, that voice, well, <laughs> she never had man. a voice. We, it just was, you know, getting behind great writing. Yes. And then so, times has changed. It was masked by Greg's engineering, because. Right. Yeah, that's pretty much, yeah. Which okay, that happens I, all the time. True. Like, like I said, it's always exposed when you perform live, and I think when she performs live, people focus on her playing. Remember, she the, got the booed keys. out of Essence. Yeah, she got booed out of Essence. She did. Yeah. Yes. Damn. Even in the land of Evil Red Girls, she didn't fit in and and went nope. over like that. Damn. Nope. She must have been real. They ain't playing that. No, hey, dude, you in the walls. You ain't playing that shit down there. If your ass ain't holding that note right, you yeah, ain't they will boo you at Essence. I said she better show some leg and, and uh, <laughs> win them over. Yeah, but, and, but the thing, I think a lot of what a lot of people forget what they try to do at Essence, they try to do that, you know, uh, small town, small crowd shit with, with Essence, and that shit ain't gonna work. You gotta yeah, be the same. fight. <laughs> you gotta bring that energy. You gotta bring that energy. Okay, Keep like okay. you might be in a smaller room, but it's not like you in a small town. You see what I'm saying? Like they, they, right. they in the in the in the super rooms. Or they think because they they're in a smaller town, they should come with a small town vibe. But you can't do that. Like you, you like these young artists don't realize like how a lot of groups have done their live albums in New Orleans yeah. in the past, mm -hmm. and that's where you know you did your thing when you did a live album in New Orleans, and that's how you know you on point that you did a a great out a great performance. Of yeah. that particular album, 
And uh, I think that thing they they uh, they get uh, misguided on is thinking that it's essence, so it's going to be a New Orleans crowd. This is still a national crowd. National Everybody. Crowd. <laughs> yeah, but you're going to get the New Orleans energy. <laughs> you're going to get the. You go. That's the thing. You go get the New Orleans people gonna be loud enough to let the the rest of the people know, like, yo, this shit ain't good, and then the rest yeah. gonna follow. And that's the catch. Like now, I will say this: like in this generation, they got another female artist right now that's a good producer and writer, and that's the look. The both and what his sisters is Chloe and Haley that Beyonce yeah. have. Mm-hmm. One of them is a producer. She actually does produce production of a lot of all of their songs, but they write together. And she's been having a lot of kickback because when other, you know, other producers come in, she's sitting there listening to how they do things and she picks up on it quicker than they expect her to pick up on it. And they kind of mm-hmm. hating on her because... Because she's, she's, she's picking up on their craft. Yeah, their craft. And then she'll come right back and make the shit sound better than what they did. So like, so why she, do I need you? <laughs> right, and that's why like this this album that it just recently dropped is way better because she learned from the previous stuff they've been doing, and she picked up from other people. Even when they do features and stuff, she just watched, or even being around Beyonce, she's learning from all those. And then that's why this album that it just released was so on point because she pretty much produced majority of it. It's like a hip hip hop mentality. It's like um. When people like remember back in the day when they, you wouldn't maybe a, a, a label but a crew, and y'all in the studio working with each other, y'all kind of pick up on each other's strengths and weaknesses, this and that and the other. And Mendoza Holland. So she's yes, she's kind of doing that same thing just on the R and B vibe. Right, and she's yeah, and she's doing outstanding. She did an outstanding job with that last. Like you know, they did a great job for them to only be nineteen and twenty one years old. And that album was really on point. I said, okay, they're going to be around for a minute. Beyonce did a thing by picking these two, you know, these little two. And they get their little acting skills on, too, at the same time. But they're doing their thing. Yeah, Quincy already co-signed him. He had him perform at the, uh, I think, at the uh, opening of the uh, Black Smithsonian. Okay. And they can really sing. So they're not even like they can't sing. They they really can sing. On top of that, with their skill set is just that strong. Mm-hmm. So I've been paying attention to them as of lately. They really showed me that they're musicians to the highest level. They're not studio artists. Studio gangsters. So so that's a good look for them overall. But music is, I'm not saying this, I, I keep saying, like, music is going back in the right direction. It's a, it's still a different vibe, but it's it's coming back. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say music is diverse. Well, music has diversified itself to the point where everybody has a lane. How about that? So I think, I think, I think, I, I want to say, like, I think if you look at the broad spectrum of it, we'll have every genre that we see right now as far as hip hop and R&B and the in-betweens, right? But it just, I mean, this, the area that we, we grew up on it from one perspective, right? And it grew until these branches, right? So I just look at it like, you know, I don't necessarily back. I just think that people are saying, hey, we can literally broaden hip hop to a tree of different 
you know, like trap music and, and Liverpoolism and battle rap and, you know, R&B singers that can actually sing, R&B singers that can actually perform. Um, you know, you, you're starting to see all those type of branches being branched out, which is great, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what you, hip, hip hop and R&B is the only two branches that can do that. Everything else, and I mean, even if you take pop, pop is literally R&B, I mean? So, mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, you see all these things. Right, even, even Afro dance music, you know what I mean? It's like, that's still us, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like one of those situations where I just like say, hey, don't be surprised when we run it all. Because think about it, in Korea, they copying us. <laughs> no, in Japan. Japan. You know? like Break dancing being an Olympic event. Yeah, but what I like about hip hop, though, is that a good part of it still belongs to the street. A lot, a lot of it, yeah, you you have your stuff on the airwaves, that's great. But some other stuff, gotta report back you know, in. you got to report back in. Mm-hmm. True. That is so true. I mean, you can kind of see it with R&B with like, or, or like jazz, like a hole in the wall, mm-hmm. club music, you kind of see that's still the street. Right. Um, as far as jazz and R&B and certain levels neo-soul type stuff that still you can kind of say the street that mm-hmm. that that genre of music street so well, yeah, neo-soul is like, kind of like the new this generation jazz pretty much yeah that's that's what neo-soul really is you know of you know of that vibe and everything so creativity spontaneous yeah, it's kind of like it's still kind of true r&b but it's just more on a laid-back vibe it don't have that traditional aggressive R&B vibe, but it's more that jazz vibe with the R&B lyrics in the mix. Right. So that's kind of there's still a, ro- a ro- romanticism to it. Yes, mm-hmm. that's why. Like I look at a lot of, but they just now they're a little more raw with the lyrics. Yeah, with the, we, we fuck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. They got the hip hop like that's where they got the hip hop influence in it. They're not saying the clever stuff that used to be said back not in the day. Around. They're getting straight to the point. Right. <laughs> exactly. So you I'm know just so yeah, so the foulness is definitely fully there and everything. So, I was say this, back in the day, they used to be creative as fuck, boy. Just, just dude, that's what that's shit. The, right. That's the greatness about back in the days is they, they still said foul stuff. Come on, man. Juicy fruit. <laughs> you know. You know very well what you are. <laughs> right. Candy. When my, when my love come down. <laughs> yeah, love come down. You know, like we had all they they were very they still said foul stuff, but it was clever the way they worded. Even with the remember this one, this was like more jazz candy liquor. Like even with that, like that was just like that would come on now have been extra well. Um yeah. but yeah. Um yeah, so like you said. No dancing around it. So it was just definitely more on point and good back in the days. But then this is so much more direct. But they do it in a smooth way, though. It's not like it don't even 
sound harsh. It's harsh, but it don't sound super harsh. Mm-hmm. Of how they break it down, even in that that tone. So, so, so yeah. So that's the um the gist of that though. Too with music, so we've come a long way. But I can still see music is still coming back. I see R and B slowly coming back. It's gonna be a minute. There's good R and B out there. You just gotta go out there and find it. it ain't gonna be on the radio. Yeah, that's not, yeah you gotta go go and find yeah, it. Yeah, you definitely gotta go it's find. It's not gonna be on the radio. Exactly. Ain't no music videos, so it ain't gonna be there. And that's so yeah. amazing. Well, I, never, I never thought music videos would go away. Honestly, nah. If you, if you got, I, I know uh, I got Xfinity, so BET Soul. I, I'll 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 put it on that. They they still live. But not as, but as like I'll stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just surprised how music videos went away, dude. I never thought it would actually go away. Man, music videos tell a story to an album. Like that's mm-hmm. like like you can you be anticipating the next single based mm-hmm. off of the, the videos and shit. So because it's still the storyline. It's time it plays budget. I know. Yeah, I, I just think that they don't get like like with the music. The videos don't get promoted as much as, as well. I mean, MTV don't ain't showing videos no more. Mm-hmm. Never. Like I would have never like, thought they would go away from showing videos, music videos. Like you can't call we yourself. Had, MTV we had no multiple more. top ten countdowns per day mm-hmm. for videos. So, like I said, it, it's kind of weird. It's, it's the complete opposite. We went from overkill to nothing, nothing at all. Yeah, like BET don't show no no type of music anymore. I, I mean, I'm mean, gonna have to explain to one dude. You no, know, video soul ain't the national countdown though. It's just the top videos. <laughs> these ain't the best. These ain't the best songs in the country. These just these the, are the best, the, the, black, the best songs black, black black songs and black videos. That's all right now. Nah, man, these are, these are the best joints of thing. Well, they got the same thing in Jet, though. No, no, it's Jet's a black magazine. <laughs> yeah. It's not the <laughs> Hey, man, like I said, Rap City and everything. Things have changed, man. Yeah, man, Rap City, like Rap City, like I said, Nas, it's hard to tell. It's the first music video I've ever seen, ever debut at number one. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, that, like, messed my head up. Like, I faithfully watched this, and all of a sudden, I see this song number one. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I, I ain't, this song ain't even even climb the charts. That's how real Illmatic was. That ain't hard to tell was the first joint off the rip went number one. He already dropped halftime. That didn't even chart at all. And then he dropped ain't hard to tell. That shit went number one ASAP. So those was like, oh, that was just the good old days. And I, I, you know, I feel like the kids lost creativity these days. There's no creativity at all. I wouldn't say there's no creativity. I think it's um, I think there's a lot of creativity, but at the same time, there's a lot of mimicking. So it's what? it's people being creative, but it's just that so many people are able to put stuff out there that they're mimicking the people that are creative. You know what I'm saying? What? So. It's everybody. Everybody has access to put out content. So that's yeah. true. I, I get that part. I do get that part though, but it's still, it's just not the same. Damn, it's like we really are those people now, man. We're like we like our parents, but we just say <laughs> shit ain't the same no more. Like that shit ain't, ain't nothing but the ain't nothing but the beanie weenie. 
Nah, ini number dahik. We really, <laughs> we actually there. We 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 are actually the same place, and that's crazy. That we, I mean, I already know. I, I've been there. I already know that, especially when it comes to sports too. Like, like yeah, think about it. Like we we give a lot of athletes a hard time these days, and they're really better than you know, better than ever, just based off of what. They have access well, they're way more athletic, of course. Yeah, their athletic ability, they just ain't got the heart, but they, their skill set is all there, but they just right. ain't got heart. Yeah, the passion is, yeah. Their passion is not there, and they feel entitled. And, and I, I'm glad y'all bring that up. I mean, it's, uh, with uh, Booger McFarlane, the comments he made about uh, black football players that come in the league, they're not worried about getting better or uh, being a better teammate. They're just worried about their brand. He, he called a lot of flack for that, but I thought that was, you know, a lot of, a lot of truth in that. There's a lot of truth in that. Yeah. Like, oh, players before it. they even get to college, they're worrying about their brand. Like, there's a lot mm-hmm. of cats, like, with IG and YouTube and stuff. There's a lot of cats out there that, that got millions. Like, what can you want to tell a kid, like, for example, with Zion? He was a junior in high school with, like, 2 million followers or whatever. What are you gonna right. tell somebody like that? Like Zion's a different case because he's he's humble. Yeah. But like, but like he didn't want to yeah accept the rules of being. But there's like a lot of said. other cats that just you know saying they make one or two highlights, and that should go to their head. Like it's hard to to conquer that. And like you said, I think it is a lot today. Like people all work. Like for example, with basketball, people don't want to get a dunk competition and lose because they're mm-hmm. worried about their brand and not realizing that even coming in second place, like Sean Kemp did all them years, that helped his brand the Reebok. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, all they worried about is, I got to win. I got to win. I got to win. I, I can't yeah, take else. You got to win, and, but like, it's not about just you winning. You, you put on a show, they're going to respect you enough for putting on a show. And then as long as you still can do those same type of dunks in a game, you still going to be respected. And, 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 the, and the thing that I think that gets forgotten about with them is, you still got it's all about competition. Yep. You gotta compete. As long oh, no, as you compete, people gonna respect it. Like for example, Spud Webb. Like Spud Webb, well, he only won once. But the fact that he went out there and competed mm-hmm. and being undersized and being undermanned per se, he um, you know what I'm saying, that helped his brand back then. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody still knows who Spud Webb is. Yeah, he, he's an infamy. You you see. Oh, that's Paul Webb. He ain't never made an all-star team. He wasn't even a starter. You know what I'm saying? But Yeah, exactly. Well, known, for known, known for life. Known for life. Known for life. So it's, I don't know. I just think sometimes, or like or like the cats that didn't want to go play in the Olympics. Mm. You know, stuff like that. It's, it's just, it's too much overthinking sometimes when it comes yeah. to, to understanding what you're doing. Yeah, because even... Yeah, Melo says that's the that's the biggest accomplishment as a uh, as an athlete, having mm-hmm. the most uh, gold medals at, uh, as a basketball, basketball player. No, you know what happened was it took a dig, tell digger likes happened, man. If he ain't first, he last. Last. No, that shit that shit don't sit well with these cats. It don't work out, you know. Like they all, that's how they look at everything, man. And if it's if it's not on video, it never happened. Yep. That's the other biggest thing too. If they ain't on video, it ain't happen. And that's a that's a sad state of mind to have. It's like yeah. too much like the access to technology. So 
you know. So these um, yeah, this generation they different, but you know, hopefully, someone in this generation hit them with the nostalgia of thinking about yo, you gotta take chances, be competitive, like you said, mm -hmm. or take those chances, take those L's and grow. Okay, like we just said about your boy um, Ryan Garcia there taking that punch. And got yeah. knocked the hell out. Mm -hmm. So he got knocked. We ain't got knocked. He, he got knocked down. down. He got knocked down. But then he no, got I, back. Look, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! I will say this though about the punch. It wasn't a punch. It was a push. It was a mush. Cause you, when he got dropped, uh, when Garcia got dropped, he kind of he got mushed to the ground. Uh, no. Watch nah, the that yeah, wasn't a clean clip. Nah, no. that was slush. Was it was slush. he hit was him slush. and then he mushed him to the ground. Watch the watch the replay. That shit wasn't uh, like, mm. but that one. That nigga hit that square on that chin, yo. That little square on the chin to me. Cause the punch was too slow. So like it was like a slow well, connect. Matter, and remember how small him. he is though, and how young he is though. He's still growing and learning the game though. Like that looked flush. That, that, yeah, he, that he, was, he, he was even laughing out, like, oh man, I got dropped. <laughs> right. Like he, <laughs> he was shot. Like it is, like you said, it didn't hurt him, but it hit him enough to make him fall. And you're like, oh damn, he got me. And then, like you said, in return, he got up. And then he went on a red page after that, dude. Like he he took it personal being embarrassed. Yeah. But he didn't That's how he's like, supposed to do. Yeah, he didn't fold up. He got more aggressive after that. And that's what you're supposed to do. Where this generation, you know, once they get embarrassed, they want to hide and it. run forever. Yeah. You know, they want to get their six nine on. Mm. On that note, all right, let's take a quick break and then we can come back and uh, wrap this up. All right. All right, it's that time again. Tony Love, what have we learned this episode? Oh, we learned a lot today. Uh, number one, after requesting the trade, I do not believe Wentz will get a starting job on a good team ever again. Uh, number two, Justin Fields may have a legit shot at the number one draft pick. Uh, number three, in New Orleans, we don't get starstruck over celebrities. Number four, Obama ain't got the stroke I think most people think he has. Uh, <laughs> number five, <laughs> 94 is an underrated year for hip-hop. Very underrated. Mm -hmm. uh, Number six, ladies in music. Uh, there's a difference between live performers and studio gangsters. And number seven, you have to do your research to find good R&B music and videos these days. Yes, sir. Obama. Obama, sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Have you seen him on the treadmill, man? I don't think I he know. I don't think he got the stamina for it, man. I don't think he be going. Think, uh, hey, man, I, I'm I'm just I'm rooting for the underestimated cats in these streets. I think Obama got the stroke game on lock, so I I, I can respect people underestimating him because I've been underestimated in my lifetime. So uh, Michelle, I, you're going too fast. Oh, slow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't see the man talking like that. <laughs> and just being nah, no, 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 no. I, I definitely think that's happened more than a few times. Things I ain't, I ain't doubting her skills either. 
<laughs> no, no, she from Shot Town. She from Shot Town, man. I don't yeah, think, she, uh, I don't think he good. got the Hawaiian stroke like everybody thinks. <laughs> but he built her to be like she is right now. I mean, he was there when she was petite. Then that's what I'm saying. That stroke, that stroke mold that body. Hey, this is Obama was the pinnacle of when she got good, and it lasts up until. Good point. Can you got to look at it from that point too, though. Exactly. You got to recruit early, so you can benefit later. That's why. That's I never, a fact. Why I never dated heavy thick chicks back in the day, but I knew they could be fat now. Mm -hmm. yeah, this is facts. You gotta get them yeah. slim track athletes. Yeah, you go to on. slim. Yeah, you go slim to be prepared for when they get thick. Yeah. We just appreciate the thickness. That's all. Same thing with exactly. Alicia. Same thing with Alicia Keys. Same thing with what's her name? Baka Flocka's wife. All of them. They they were. They yeah. Were, they were. Tammy. Yeah, Tammy. Mm -hmm. Tammy. Yeah, Tammy definitely was slim. Yeah, she was slim back in the day. It's a thick. Now nah, that is correct. Tasia. Let's see, Beyonce, all of them. Sure. You, you gotta look at the mamas, though. You gotta always you gotta look, look at the mamas and the aunties. Yeah, you gotta look at mamas that's, and aunties. And on both sides, on both sides of the family. You can't go up on one side, both mm -hmm. sides. And that's what you're gonna know, what you're gonna end up with in a bigger picture of how they built off of how both sides of the families are. Got recruit early. That's a, I will say. Yeah, because Tammy, Tammy mama is big. So she had no chance of surviving of being not thick. She just kept her more in shape than her mama. Mm -hmm. So, so we, uh, here's, here's, a, here's a good, interesting topic. And we don't have to expand on this today. We can do it next podcast. But when do we stop caring? Like, I think at some point in this journey, we're going to stop and be like, you know what? You're just fucking fat. I've been with your ass for like 30, 40 plus years. <laughs> Um, oh, nigga, that's what I think by the time we in our 60s, my nigga. I almost say 60s. So who will be, who'll be your biggest, dis the question, I guess the question for next podcast will be, who will be your biggest disappointment we get into our 60s? You'll be like, damn. I don't know, man, because they got some 60s out here fine as hell. So I don't think like, that's the thing. I think our generation going to be different now, man, because this health thing is real. Yeah. yeah. So I think she's gonna stay on point a lot longer than we will ever expect. That's why, like, we have the women now. If we really go back and think about, we was looking at our grandparents at this same age we were. Remember when we were kids? They look like grandparents. Yeah. And now mm -hmm. look how we look at this same age now. Well, we I ain't gonna say we are crew of fortunate ones. That we don't look our age at, in these 40s now. Mm -hmm. Now, we have people we know. Well, fuck you. I ain't using just for men. This is my fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm, I'm embodying, you know, me. You know, no, we embodying just... our grades, but we still don't look super old even with our grades. I, I welcome the gray. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You can have it. Just, it ain't there yet. I can't do what you want me to do. Yeah, you one of the fortunate ones. Yeah, you, yeah. You know, well, we know, look, we know how Batman rolling in these streets. That nigga got the strong, strong grin, looked at all of us, but he don't look like he, but we don't think the nigga's super old, though. He just got the grays in that bitch. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. Batman look like a light skinned Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> 
Damn. <laughs> nigga hit with a whole life skin Morgan Freeman. I ain't gonna hit the nigga with the Morgan Freeman. God damn. I'm coming to your house and unplugging all your Ethernet cords. Uh, yeah, this dude Chase Young is a fucking problem. This nigga just do hurt. This nigga just dug jail and hurt like a rag doll. God damn. Yeah, this Raheem, what you got in closing? Uh, I want to say uh, congratulations to everybody who got through 2020. That's actually one of the biggest things that I guess we can say is, you know, I think, I think, it, I think 2020 kind of made us realize some things about ourselves forcefully in, in, in the other years. Uh, get a new president in how many days? Like 2017 days? Or something. something like that. Something. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Um, oh, no, no, no. It's less than that. It's on the 20th. Yeah. Yeah, 17 days. 17, yeah, 17 yeah, days. Yeah. yeah. So I would say, uh, I would say, uh, if you ain't come up financially 2020, your ass is fucking trash. Because uh, it, it, it should have just opened your eyes to kind of like new ways of kind of like maintaining it money and news and stuff like that. And, and I think moving forward, we'll probably, society will be more politically inclined. I think, I think we, we're not going to ignore that no more in regards to just our community in regards to like politics as a whole, you know. But um, outside of that or whatever, you know, um, hey, Riri, you're a big-headed bitch. You know what I'm saying? You know? Big bullet-headed bitch. <laughs> no, you got to give shout-outs to um, ASAP Rocky for pulling that off right now. Pulling the what off? He he got he got re re. Oh lord! It's that Rocky. I'm I'm not surprised. And then he been sitting in the wing waiting for this opportunity. He yeah. he said, "Yo, she getting tired of those light skin ass niggas. She gonna give a trial ass nigga." <laughs> and I'm finally the one. And I'm like, I'm and he's been all in. He just spent, you know, he spent the holidays in Barbados. That nigga's been, you know, he been sitting back waiting in the cut. Nah, he ain't gonna do no Tory Lanez did, but I know she performed, but promise mm-hmm. you that. Why Riri you gonna do some shit? Because she she aggressive. She violent. She talks he from, he from Harlem. Girls. And he from Harlem. He used to that. Big hand energy. So <laughs> he that that ain't new to him. But, but I know she performed. I knew he wanted a shot when I when I heard him on the um, with the cockiness remix. Yeah. Yeah, because he had a little spot on there. Yeah, he always said he wanted that shot, and he he got his shot, and he living up to it. And like I gotta tell you, he gonna live this up. He not about to mess this up by no shape or form. He know he gonna hit the jackpot. So don't be disappointed there by the summertime that club been shot up, Ryan Goodell. <laughs> bang, so, bang. so uh like say for example do you think ASAP and Riri will probably be the new Jay of Beyonce no. yeah that's no. what he's trying to do really what do you got going does, he does his thing in the fashion world so he's not like not foreign to it he's actually doing better in the fashion world than he is of course rapping so he's doing his thing So now, nah, he gonna they gonna they gonna make the best of the situation. Doing something right. Yeah. Like I said, if anybody, that's that's what you call the comeback play of 2020. At the end of the year, was ASAP Rocky. Cause like this, remember, and he was supposed to be under the jail in that country, 
and everything and got mm -hmm. out and then to come back and then not get Rihanna as a concept, you know, as a, like a reward of making it alive. And I think that man won 2020 of anybody. Gold star, Marcus. <laughs> Gold star. Yeah. Oh. So get that man his props. Oh, outside of that, invest, get into the stock market, get into cryptocurrency. Uh, Bitcoin is shooting up supposedly big in 2021. Uh, Ethereum is supposed to be shooting up big in 2021. I would say another one is uh, mine, which is a cryptocurrency out there that's going to shoot up in 2020. It's all tied to uh, Bitcoin, which is Ethereum. So invest, get your, get your, get your portfolio up, uh, you know, because you know, for most of us, it will be about 20 more years. Think about it. We'll be 60 plus. I'm going to be a good sugar daddy. So I need y'all. <laughs> Tricking on. Epti King, what you got in closing? Uh, so uh, not much going on for me. You know, not this much. is, I was going to say, say Not much. We got to say Oh, wow. I'm going to tell you this, not much off of what we said, but I'm all I'm going to say is 2021 is going to be a very good year for me. No, no, no announcements, man? Hey, yes. The you, announcement you, you, is yes. I'm about to be locked down sometime okay. this year. <laughs> I finally have signed up. Ain't nothing going on. Not much. Yeah. Not much going on. <laughs> yeah, there's not much going on. Yeah, the impossible happened in these streets. Oh, can I, can I, can I, I started out 21 off right here. I got a future missus in the works here. She ain't going nowhere. It's going to be an interesting situation. She's something else, that's all I can say. She keeps, my, she keeps me on my damn toes and will just say any reckless shit in front of my family that just is very funny and interesting. This how I got no coof at all. Oh. You know, my mom buying lubrications and shit. It's highly interesting and funny in these streets. This one is, is very interesting. No light days out here. Mm -hmm. Can we go back to 2020 at the beginning and then get on the clip? <laughs> well, yeah, we go back to the clips of 2020. I said, yeah, fuck Texas. Missing in action. Fuck can, we, can we do that right before, you know what I'm saying? I'm buying a house. This home people life. Yeah, fuck mm -hmm. all that shit. I just said all of that shit. I, fuck all people. All that shit. I said all of that at the yeah, end of 2020, and the year ended off properly. Well, I'm 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 in full domesticating mode going into 21. This is gonna be highly interesting and more more funny things for y'all niggas to speak about as this year goes on. You know, I know I ain't getting no house this year. I know that at least I can say that, but I can't guarantee nothing going in the future. I know I'll be in something. Only thing I can't guarantee I ain't gonna have no fucking pets. That's all I know. <laughs> leg, leg. Batman, he, fi he finally paying his respects to Dallas. You know, right? You done right. This was right all these years. <laughs> okay, yes, I have, yeah, that's right. You, you two, you two son of a bitches. Yes, I have to give y'all, y'all, have to give y'all y'all due respect that yeah, Dallas has done me right in the back end and everything. It's the front end, the back end, the middle. We're talking about the back end. That was yeah. shit. Lately, of the last few, your last six months of last year, all the Dallas talent that fell in your lap. It, it fell <laughs> in, me in my lap. Well, to the point, I probably ain't gonna even leave this whack ass fucking city now. <laughs> going forward, 
but I'm not coming on your motherfucking side, Raheem Goodell. I'm telling her right now. I'm looking her dead in her face right now. Fuck the Soto and Cedar Hill and fucking Grand Prairie, all that shit to the high level. We're going to stay over here on this north side to the fullest. Somewhere we do, we do it flower mound. We do it. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, going to learn today. That's the thing she's about to be looking at me right now as I tell her this shit. She learned wow, today. Alan. No, fuck all that. I ain't doing that. That's too niggerish. That's, that's too close to the side of um, doggone. That might be a compromise. Man. That might be a compromise. That's galling. No, that's galling and mesquite, nigga. I don't want to do that. That's niggas over there, too. Fuck all that. We do, we, we do it over here, but we can do it over here. North Dallas only. Up. Can she hear me? Mm -hmm. Huh? Can she hear me right now? Yeah, she can hear you. Oh, Midlothian. Good. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to see. She just said Milofia. Watch your hatchet. Wax a hatchet. Good oh, lord. Yeah. Like no, that ain't happening. It's white. No. It's white. White is right. <laughs> Wax a hatchet. I'm not going that far out. She can work from home. I don't work from home, so I gotta be in these streets. So I'm not listening to neither one of y'all. Y'all. Wait, that, that's tornado time. Wax a hatchet. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Tornado. They say, wax a hatchet. <laughs> that's wax a still. I ain't this country. No. Cut Ooh. that shit out, both of y'all. Fuck Red Oaks. Fuck Red Oaks. <laughs> I'm not, no, I'm not doing all of that. That shit, anything above fucking 20, we ain't going. Keep that shit to yourselves. Hello, man. Yeah. Mansfield. <laughs> nah, Mansfield, none of that. She get yo, I need y'all to shut the fuck up. She <laughs> at, fucking ideas. She yeah, she got too many ideas. She looking at me like, look, look, they know, they know too. <laughs> Miralagos, fuck up Miralagos. I'm not going nowhere near that neither. That's why you're there. She, that's her work. She spent 22 years on that side of town, she about to learn this 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 other side of town, because you know why? Because I don't deal with black people. We need diversity, and she gonna learn today. We ain't doing that black shit no more. I can, we can go <laughs> and then we bringing ourselves back over to reality. So now, to hell with that black people shit. The hell with them niggas. Look, if, if I'm gonna predict this. If this is anything like how you start this year, and you ended this year, we'll talk about this at the end of next year. Right. He, going, he, he going to Corinth. <laughs> you know what? The hell with both of y'all motherfuckers. I'm going to tell you that once again. Going to Denton. Why I do oh. Denton? That's my, that's, my, that's my cup of tea. I deal with Denton and all of that. We just not going on that other side of 20. Oh, the farthest the far I'm going is maybe... Richardson? Richardson? You going to Richardson? That's his alley. Richardson and Plano. No, no, I don't do no Richardson either. I, don't, I hate the I Richardson police. I've got too many tickets there. Fuck Richardson. What you mean when you sold your house? The realtor showed me the 400 Yeah, this damn realtor, this whack-ass fucking realtor, realtor that she had when she sold her house, gonna show her this fucking beautiful-ass house in Cedar Hill. You know. No, it was the soda. It was the soda? I don't give a fuck. It's both of them the same. Oh, <laughs> he'll be there. He'll the be house, there. I ain't gonna lie. The house was beautiful as hell. It was. Like, like 3,800, you know, 3,800 square feet. 
all they had all the nice shit. You know what? You know why I know? It's off a fucking belt line. Nigga land. I wish I would. Oh, for what? 67? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Beltline. Were they building a new uh, new church? I don't. I ain't worried about what a new church. Like a old, like, I don't care. It's off of sixty-seven in Beltline. That's all I know. That's Nickelodeon. That's all I hear. Yeah. That's right around the corner from me. I know. <laughs> you nigga, we ain't trying to be right around the corner for y'all snitches. Yeah, right. I don't need you visiting me. Talking shit. Hey, hey, bro. I'm your, I'm your drug dealer. I'm your local. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes away. Raheem need Raheem need that alibi. Right. <laughs> I need that nigga alibi. Fuck all that. I don't need his product. I need that nigga that close to me for his his, his foolery. Oh, these folks are hanging the snitches. Oh, no. <laughs> oh shit! My bad. Oh, Rashida Goodell in the mix. Hey, Rashida Goodell. Hey, Mrs. Snitch. Nice to meet you. Nice seeing you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, Sean moving. Ty King moving uh, closer around the corner by the church, by a new church by Walmart on that side. Him, the, the, the. You moving down here? Yeah. No, I'm not moving down now. I'm trying, trying to be. Uh, I got people around here trying to convince me to do that shit, but I ain't doing it because. I don't know if he told you around here. I, I got a I got a fiance now in these streets. I know. I heard you getting a dog too. I ain't getting a dog. <laughs> oh, oh, I oh, I'm glad you're on here. She's supposing oh, are we still getting this tattoo removed next weekend? Oh shit. So yeah, I guess the tattoo get removed next weekend for your So happy for you. Yeah, I'm happy 21 for you. I'm getting the tattoo removed. Red flags. Ooh, red flag getting removed. So yeah, so happy, happy joy, joy for your snitch ass. I appreciate it. I said yes, man. You gotta remove that. <laughs> Eat expeditiously. Yeah, because somebody <laughs> over here snitching on me. Yeah, I appreciate your snitching. So now I gotta get a tattoo next weekend. Not the tattoo I wanted, but I gotta get one. Go get something. Go get the SpongeBob. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get something. I appreciate it. So that's all I gotta say now. I've said too goddamn much now. Cause oh. y'all niggas around here getting think this shit is funny, then I'm gonna be on that side of town. And we just ain't want you leave saying you ain't nothing happening, man. I mean, just a, a lot is happening. Well, yeah, seventy-two hours. Yes, a lot has <laughs> happened in this goddamn city. It ended off in a good note. That's all I could see. So mm -hmm. I will agree with that. The city has treated me good on the back end of twenty twenty. It was God. Gotcha. So, and so I'm done. You're done. I see. I see you in Melodian, twenty twenty one. On hey, man. that note, as I said to your ass, nigga. So, on that note, I guess I'm on deck. That's all I'm gonna say. You on deck? God, yeah, you are. You're yeah, on you deck. on deck, Negro. Yes, you definitely on deck. Mm -hmm. So, outside of that, 2020. Uh, shout out to all the people that struggled, got through it, made it uh, through. Made it through. That's all you gotta look at it. A lot of people ain't making. Gotta look at the positive. 
Whether he get that six hundred dollars or not, which is hilarious. Yeah, I better see that shit tomorrow, though. I ain't gonna lie. I better see my six hundred tomorrow. Yeah, my my in laws already got their money. I'm breaking about it. Yes, I'm out my account. I got the twelve. I better see my six tomorrow. I, that's all I know. I better. Right, see my I ain't six. got the first. Yeah, I got the first one. So. Um, I think we're gonna get screwed though, cause we ain't get the because we got the first one. Maybe. Maybe. But like I said, we'll be nice to get that. So Yeah. But we'll be back next week. Playoffs will be starting. Uh I clinched my division so I can sleep easy tonight. Um But you got the Ravens. And I got the fucking Ravens, fucking Lamar. And that a bitch. Who y'all got? Y'all got the Bears? I got fucking Jets. Like I said, Khalil Mack might cause hell, but it's uh, looking good for y'all. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. We, what you said, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so, we'll see. Well, the Raiders, I'm good to go. You know, John Wondo. Chicago always gave us hell in the playoffs anyway, so I wouldn't take it lightly. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah Jets got rid of Gase. Told you. He's probably bumping the line right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them Jets. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. He going to be back somebody yeah. coordinator next year, though. Yeah, he, he, was, he was probably on the – yeah, they let me go. Yeah, give him about six lines. Put him on the table. All right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Yeah, he waiting on it. Oh yeah, exactly. Cause that shit, yo, cocaine, cocaine cowboy was real. He gotta go. He had a hell of a. Run. Oh man, but yeah, we'll be back next week. Like I said, playoffs. So uh, big key matchups. We'll see who'll be in them. They feel us next week. I feel it'll be me. Uh, <laughs> next week, unfortunately. So we'll be back next week. Uh, holla at your boy. All right, yo. Hey, Southside so- Dallas. Stand up.